Coming up next, we've got live uh, Battle of the Douchebags Part 5 with Sir Seat Sitter, Lavish, Sir Bemrose, and Fletcher. It's Battle of Douchebags Part 4. This is Add to the Six Pack. Add to the Six Pack. We're here with Sir Bemrose, John Fletcher, and Lavish. And we're putting another eight douchebags back head to head once again. You know what we're here to do. We do it all the time now, it seems like. First up, we got Shia LaBeouf versus Elon Musk. Coming up after that, it's Zahi Hawass versus Adam Conover. Then Anna Kasparian versus Jay fucking Inslee. And last up, Rachel Maddow versus Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Ready? Go! It will be a showdown. Super Solid Death. I had the high ground. <laughs> I went way too fast, so I'm going to fade that music out. Usually it takes longer to go through the list, but I actually had it pulled up for once. Imagine that, you know? <laughs> Show prep? Yeah. What? Who would have thought? Oh, I think that's the first time I actually had the whole list in front of me when I was getting ready to read it. But Don't yeah, ever do that again. It's a, it's a good, uh, I think that's a good, as good a matchup as any as we have today. And one of the few times where I'm looking at these matchups and I don't really have any idea of who's going to beat who because they all seem pretty evenly distributed so it should be good it's gonna be fun it's gonna be lit it's gonna be great we're gonna take some phone calls during each round and we got sir bimrose of the you know angry tech news and the once a year episode you might hear him on grumpy old ben's well you can hear me on grumpy old ben's if you just go play all the old episodes that's true that's true or the new ones, guys... which we haven't recorded yet. But if you do that, that's creepy. Yeah, that's, you'd need a time machine for that. But uh, no, it was really cool that you guys got to back, back together and did that. That was nice. Hopefully we'll get more of those. It, and It was a lot of fun. And I, it, there's the, the internal debate of, of can I put aside all of my personal differences in order to troll the F out of all of you people out there. <laughs> And don't Did you play that the, uh, that song by the say, Turtles, "Happy Together"? Um, can I say at any fuck? Point you should have. No, you can't say fuck, ass, okay. dick, cunt, or balls. You got balls. it. You can no, no fuck, ass, dick, balls. What was the other one? Uh, it was cunt. cunt. Yes. You can't right. say cunt. Okay. So we we're not saying those. Okay. No. Also, our listeners are dropping off at the moment. So. <laughs> Uh, well, let me uh, welcome Fletcher also to the show from Hog Story every uh, Monday and Thursday with Carol- the beautiful and wonderful Carolyn Blaney host that show together and Lavish from Behind the Schemes. Yo, you, you, yo, yeah, what's up? I gotta come. But uh, let's just <laughs> yeah, go I host up. Behind the Schemes with the beautiful and lovely Booberry as yeah. well. Lovely, talented. Oh, we we all know you're the brains behind the show. The- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ben Rose. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, yeah, and then uh, during each round while the poll is going, and I forgot to mention, go to No Agenda Social, follow Lavish, at Lavish at No Agenda Social to vote on each poll. And uh, during each vote, we'll open the phone lines up. That phone number is 865-465-6271. With all that being said, let's do this first matchup. Shall we? We Shall we? I think we shall. Yes. First up, we got Shia LaBeouf versus Elon Musk. Yes. And I, 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 okay, just to be clear, I'm well aware that his name is supposed to be pronounced LaBuff, but, but nobody thinks that guy is buff. And so I'm going to call him Boof the whole time. Boof just sounds uh, funny. He, yeah. 
So uh, if, if anybody doesn't know who this guy is, he started out as an actor. He was like a child actor who got in on a number of things. The first place that I saw him was a movie that I still really liked called Holes, where he was opposite Sigourney Weaver. And I, I thought it was a good movie. I was like, this guy's unknown. He has no skill whatsoever. But little did I know he'd been acting for five years, but it sure didn't show in that story. Somewhere <laughs> along the line, he got uh, dropped into the Michael Bay Transformers movies, the ones that are filmed entirely 100% in shaky cam. Yep. And so you can't tell that he's in the movie because every, no matter what the camera is pointing at, it's shaking the fuck up. You can, Like everything is, I might as well take my glasses off. It, it doesn't help. Fucking Michael Bay. And then uh, and then Megan the Fox, one place too. where I went, this guy can't act at all, was uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The uh, oh movie that was, it had Indiana Jones in the title, but it was not an Indiana Jones movie because there were only three of them. So, uh, I mean, the scene then, where Shia LaBeouf is swinging through the, on the, with monkeys to go save Indiana Jones, like on through the jungle, that was where I was like, that was worse than the refrigerator hmm. scene. But the monkeys <laughs> yes. taught him. Is that what happened? Uh, there was a story about I, I knew evolution. he had to figure he he had to learn acting from somewhere. So <laughs> the monkeys taught him. That's what the CG ants were for. So oh, some, God. somewhere along the lines, he uh, he got into some really big movies, probably around the time of the Transformers, and and the moment that he got popular, he started getting really weird and thought, oh, I can just use my fame to exercise my I, I don't know what it is but uh we, we should probably play a clip so i my longest clip of the day is uh the introductions labouf 2 you can't preemptively call it clip of the day until we hear it my longest clip i'm drunk <laughs> okay it is clip of the day i'm fucking calling it it gets heavier you know or more light but it's like all the distinctions are starting to melt away and I'd rub myself on the ridges to give myself pleasure. You think we could fall in love on the internet? Snap leg. 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 Snap leg, snap leg, snap leg, snap leg. You understand? Snap leg, snap leg. He has to act as a looking glass rather than a mirror of social conventions. He disintegrated perfectly, but never reappeared. He became translucent to reveal his reality. Um. um We only got 30 seconds, so I mean, I'll try his voice, but what? I don't know, man. Who makes that choice? Who's pretending to be who? We're pretending to talk to a you that doesn't exist yet, but what's really going on here? I... Fuck, I don't think any of us understand. Maybe you do. I don't understand. There's always Whoa! reflections of you in the screen, but I can't speak. I'm dumb. I'm the dumbest, but Shia talks. <laughs> Snap leg. Snap leg, snap leg, snap leg, snap leg. What is he doing? Snap leg, snap leg, snap On the screen, he's fucking walking back and forth saying snap leg. Ebb and flow. Edging closer. Expanding warmth. That point just before the pressure bursts. Um. 
You're a jackass. This, this this was 36 minutes long. <laughs> do it! Listen to all of it. Oh, Just this... do it! Oh, th- I stepped on it. This is the do it thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I know what everybody. Everybody plays the just do it thing. Yeah. That was like the one clip that he had any energy. But I, I went through and went through the whole thing. Okay. I, unfortunately, I'm, I've lost my mind a little bit because I listened to and watched most of this half hour. Thing. But that was, by the way, I got that. Okay. I went out and found the do it part because that needed to be in there. But every other part of that was not me going through and scrubbing and finding this. No, that was needle dropping. I'm like, I'm going to needle drop here. I'm going to needle drop here. I'm going to needle drop here. I'm just going to pick random spots on the, the whole thing was like that. And because I, I wasn't going to try to find certain parts. I'm like, everything oh is God. gold. So yeah, uh, that was his his art project. Um, well, I didn't finish the clip out because I, I just paused it at the oh do it part. Oh my god! Yeah, we just do we want to? I want to hear the do it part. Do it! Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday you said dreams tomorrow, be mean. So just do it. Make your dreams come true. Just. <laughs> Do it! Do it. Some people dream of success while you're going to wake up and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible. What's bothering me most about this is that he's walking back and forth between my left and right earphone. Uh, That's because he's on the screen and it's like just a blank lime green background. And there's one stool... And he sits on the stool sometimes, but mostly he's just walking back and forth. Yeah. And sometimes he never, there's there's one part where Ugh. the only thing you can see is his feet sticking up in the air in front of the camera. So he's like doing a handstand or something below the camera level. Oh my god! Uh, it like I said, hit this. I, I don't know. This is his modern art, or this was the start of him going insane. You're not gonna stop there. No. What are you waiting for? Do it. Some good ISOs in there for sure. So <laughs> it's a whole fucking 36 minutes. It's just all um snap leg, snap leg, snap leg. <laughs> Drugs, man. C dubs is right. He's probably on mushrooms. Maybe, uh, maybe that's I th- I had to be on mushrooms, but it sure felt like it by the end of it. Yeah, I can't even so, ima- that was making me feel insane after two minutes. So yeah. Well it was it was Shia LaBeouf and two other people that uh made those videos. Live in his uh, head. whoever uh, Nasta Saeed or Sadi Ronco is and Luke Turner. Uh, Yeah. The the next uh, um, modern art project that he did with the topic was uh, this was about 2017. He was, he took it real hard that, that Donald Trump got elected. So they decided to create an art (laughs) installation called he will not divide us. And uh, this was uh, a, meme fest from start to finish it was going to be originally it was going to be it was outside the museum of i don't remember what the fuck in new york city um it was going to be uh there was a camera and a picture on the wall that just said uh he will not divide us just text on the wall and you were supposed to just anybody could walk up there and scream into the camera how much you hate donald trump and it was supposed to be 24-7 running for four full years. As long as Trump was in office, this art installation was going to be there, um, starting on the 20th of January, 2017. 
Within five days, Boof was arrested for assaulting a troll who was doing pro-Trump stuff in front of it. Um, <laughs> by February 10th, so now we're, what, uh, 20 days? The museums had wanted nothing to do with the installation. They had to take it down. Uh, a week later, the stream resumed in New Mexico and was up for five days, but they took it down because gunshots were heard. Uh, March 8th, they resumed from a, quote, unknown location. This was my favorite story because it was just a he will not divide us flag. And the camera was pointed up at the sky and they were like, there's no way that anybody can find that. And some fucking autistic trolls on 4chan watched the patterns of flights uh, of contrails going across the sky and managed to triangulate where it was. And within two days of the unknown location feed, the trolls start, went in, found the ranch, stole the flag, put up a Pepe flag in its place. <laughs> it's uh, one of the most March beautiful 20th... things that has ever happened, that whole chain of events. It's such an all-star Mount Rushmore 4chan moment. Such a yes. Uh, March 22nd, they put it up in Liverpool on, on a roof, uh, which again was disrupted by trolls uh, who were trespassing. Um, then uh, later in October, they set it up in France, which uh, was taken down by somebody who tried to set the whole gear on fire. Eventually, they put it up in a closed room with no distinguishing marks somewhere in the world, and it stayed there until Trump was out of office. So, um, Amazing. <laughs> yeah, Man, they could have done that uh, from the start. Yeah. So as as long as we're talking douchebag, um, let's go ahead and uh, uh, talk about uh, what he does when he's on on a set working with other actors, but not necessarily being filmed at that moment. Uh, go ahead and try number twenty one. Sure. Oh, whoops. Try it again. Misfire. Last year, Shia LaBeouf Johnny made the, the bold statement that Steven Spielberg <laughs> dropped the ball on Indiana Jones, and if he tried to make a follow-up, that would be a big career mistake. Pretty ballsy, LaBeouf. While I respect a person who's vocal about their opinions, I also think Shia was a bit harsh and definitely was in a territory to piss a few people off, including co-star Harrison Ford. Ford recently told Details Magazine that he apparently told Shia that he was, quote, an effing idiot in response to his comments towards Spielberg and his work. Despite calling Shia out, Ford did acknowledge that Shia is talented and is just learning the ropes. We recently reported that Steven Spielberg was influential in firing Shia's co-star Megan Fox when she compared director Michael Bay to Hitler. So normally <laughs> I would not even bring somebody that sounds that vapid, but uh, obviously it's hard to find clips of Shia explaining how much of a douchebag he is. And, uh, and on the video, at least, she was a super hot blonde with a very low cut top. So it was OK. I was willing to watch that video for a bit. Uh, however, if you want if you want Shia LaBeouf um, explaining his own idiocy, there was one other incident uh, that came up. He was working on something or other in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, there was one evening he was drunk as fuck and walked up to, uh, according to police report, by the way, walked up to a cop asking for a cigarette. And for whatever reason, we don't know exactly what happened until the body cams got turned on. Uh, but he was drunk ass and belligerent. And uh, that's uh, clip number six. Is, oh, wait. Uh, um, a bystander. Well, hang on. I guess I should have explained a little better because we don't want to burn through all your clips. This is just round oh. one. Oh, well, I, I, I expect said... that. 
I, I, I don't expect. You sooner. You've Sorry. never oh, listened okay. to this before, have you, Ryan? You've no, never listened I, uh, to this show. What, what, is, what is this internet thing? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay, we'll, well say, because if Shia makes it fine. to round two, you're going to want to keep some of that. Um, yeah, I, if. Okay. And then That's if you, fine. Well, if you, you, get got, you got arrested, we'll... too. And I've, I've got <laughs> clips of that, and you only get to hear the clips if you vote for Shia. So there. Yeah, there you go. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Real quick before we move on to the Indiana Jones thing, I had to just uh, had to mention this real quick. It's like... Um, all right, now it's Elon Musk, unless you had a final closing thought on uh, on LaBeouf. No, no, I was trying to burn through all my clips because yeah. I don't think he's going to beat Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty douchey, uh, old Shaw LaBeouf, LaBeoufier, however you would say his name. But, you know, he doesn't have quite the impact on humanity like uh, Mr. Moosk does. Um, and, I mean, this guy is practically just working for the uh, Department of Defense anyway. It uh, seems to me, with all his uh, work with space, getting into space. I don't have too many clips because, well, he talks a lot. There's a lot of ums and ahs. And the guy, <laughs> he's a meme generator. That's uh, that's why a lot of people, I used to like him too. I really did. A I used to think, oh, this factory. guy's great. Yeah. But he's just speaking in <laughs> memes because it appeals to our age bracket. Uh, he's probably not even real. I bet there's a lizard underneath there or something. He's his own AI. Yeah, him and Zuckerberg. Yeah. That's how he Robot knows it's going to fucking work. Yeah. But I could go with um, one way or another, either talking about how he is basically working for the Department of Defense with SpaceX, or how he wants to uh, control us all with his uh, mind control device here. Um, with SpaceX, I mean, it also gets to me with uh, Starlink, because I like looking up at the sky. I like looking at photography of the sky. And um, since Starlink has come into play, the the amount of streaks across images because of uh, satellites has increased from half a percent of all uh, aerial photographs or nighttime astronomy photographs to 18% now have streaks in them, thanks to Starlink. So... He's ruining uh, terrestrial-based astronomy, and I'm sure that's in his favor, too, because just use SpaceX to launch a space satellite uh, with a telescope on it. There you go. Yeah. So he's, he's all about the moolah for him, and uh, he does get quite a bit of it. He, uh, he's received millions of dollars uh, in contracts over the years, uh, probably even approaching a billion dollars. It's hard to find an exact uh, sum. He... And give it to him. Uh, SpaceX does pay stuff back. So does Tesla. And uh, I guess good for us? No, probably not. Uh, especially when when he uh, talks to the Air Force about, well, it, wanting to procure some of their money. And so I'll play this first clip. And um, you can tell me if you want me to stop. Oh, first, I'll play this from Joe Rogan. Uh, this is uh, kind of Elon just telling us, he wants to be a dictator. There's a scene where he's... Uh, <laughs> they, they show him the new missile they've developed, and uh, but it has kind of a round round head, and he says, uh, you need to make it more pointy to, to, yeah, kind of <laughs> to his engineers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Actually, that's what I also said the same thing. Um, yeah, Starship. We need to make it more pointy. Did you say that? Mm-hmm. Because more... of the movie? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's you literally told them to make the starship more pointy because of the movie The Dictator. Yep. Um, <laughs> they, and they know it too. It's not like they. It's not like they haven't unaware of it. <laughs> Everyone thought it would be funny if we made the rocket more pointy, so we did. Did it have any effect on the aerodynamics? No. Nothing. No, we can make it way blunter and be fine. But was is it better to be pointier? Like if, if it wasn't for the it's movie, it's arguably slightly worse. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but more fun for you. Yeah, it looks cooler. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. It does look cool. Yeah. 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 So and laugh about his control over his engineering team. Does it make it better? No, it actually kind of makes it a little worse. Yeah. But they did what I told them to. Ha ha ha. My favorite Elon meme comes from from that interview, though. It's the one where he's smoking a big fatty in Joe's studio. Oh, that, that's the most recent one, it. the one I took clips from. Uh, the one where he smokes on Rogan is uh, the one before that. Yeah. Uh, oh. That goes a little further back. Well, but yes, cause, cause, it, it but is he, the same. He doesn't inhale it, though. He holds it in his mouth and then just puffs it out. And he, then he's he looking gives at it the yeah. Bill Clinton treatment. Yeah, and he's looking he at Rogan and he's like, it. I don't know why, but weeds just never affected me. It's like, because you got to inhale it. Cause yeah, because you're not smoking it, you boof. Uh, so, you know, precursor. He wants to be dictator. Uh, he'll probably figure out a way to do it if we let him. Uh, so the next ones are from, uh, what is this? This was back in 2020 at a thing called the Air Warfare Symposium. Uh, fireless Fireside Chat. Uh, yeah. Um, that that should be fun. And uh, they he talked about, well, first he had to suck up to the Air Force about wanting their money. And uh, why they should give it to him. Well, I, th- I think having um, outcome-based procurement is, is actually very important. Okay. Um, so you say, like, this is the outcome that is sought, um, and whoever can achieve this outcome or achieve this outcome to a greater degree, uh, that, that company will, that, that's who the Air Force will do business with and will, will procure the thing that is, the, that is radically innovative as measured by the, what, what is important for leadership in space. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I mean, I do think it's, it's absolutely fundamental to achieve full reusability in access to space. This is, this is the, the holy grail of space. Um, at the point at which you have full reusability for orbital rockets, then you have uh, a, a profound advantage over anyone else. It's profound. Um, it would be like if um, in the Air Force, if, if, you, if you had planes that could be used once, and, or, or if, you had, if, you had, if you had multi-use planes that could be flown over and over again, like normal, um, and all your adversaries had single-use planes, that would be no contest. It's the same thing in space. Okay. Yeah, this is extremely okay. fundamental. Yeah, space force. Profound. Yes, exactly. Space uh, but force? the the you know I thought I had a lock with the nonsense with my Shia clip, but what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was him saying that the Air Force <laughs> needs these reusable rockets. Uh, that way they can redeploy things faster, like what Elon did for Ukraine. Quote for Ukraine, um, where he oh, the one where he, he donated a bunch of- well he donated thousands of Starlink uh, terminals to Ukraine. Yeah, I heard um, they were still in a warehouse. 
Well, oh, are they? Well, did he get yeah, on well, the that, submarine? That was too? what I read. I, I just doing some ATN research last week. It was like they're having trouble deploying them. They're still in a warehouse. Oh, well, no surprise then, right. really. Yeah. But uh, I wonder if he actually if he got paid for them anyway. That I wouldn't be surprised of. And who's to say that Ukrainians would use them? It would be people in Ukraine that had access yeah. to them. So it's probably for the military anyway. And that way they can uh, still have access the, to the Internet. Yeah. He out of Ukraine's did. $40 billion. Oh, of course, even though his net worth is twice that of the entirety of Ukraine, but that doesn't matter. Um, it's, uh, it's all about the rapid redeployment of those rockets, uh, why he thinks it appeals to the Air Force. Um, that way they could launch a rocket, drop a payload, land the rocket, do it all over again very quickly. And uh, the payload can either be dropped in orbit or below it. Just depends on who uh, our country's pissed at next. It, and in all honesty, it could be for us because this is the other interesting thing. Um, it's Elon's view of uh, uh, the the future of warfare in the near future, uh, and uh, where he thinks it's going, and where, if I'm if I uh, am guessing, where he probably is trying to push it toward. Well, yeah, well, especially well, if he's basing main, like uh, real major decisions. Um, on movies. <laughs> I think he just tells us that because he thinks we're all idiots and we'll, yeah. we find and, this guy and, relatable because he speaks to me in terms I understand. And let's be honest. When has Hollywood ever got it wrong? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, According to Hollywood, never. I, I saw Velociraptor <laughs> last week. Who's <laughs> back? <laughs> <laughs> That is a lot of him. God. I could have done a super cut of him on Rogan, the most recent one. There was a lot of maniacal laughter. Was that maniacal or was that nervous? No, that was nervous. I'm talking about on Rogan, though. He had some maniacal laughter. Yeah. For seemingly no reason. Um, when talking well, about, like, uh, bull semen exploding ships. in Australia. He, but he's ships. a Bond villain. That's expected. <laughs> I mean, you saw um, when he was with Justin Roiland, Roiland, the Rick and Morty creator, and they were looking at memes, and Elon Musk laughed way harder than anything else at a. Act, a it was just a picture of a pool that, or a uh, a pool that had a dead, drowned deer in the bottom of it, and Elon thought it was the funniest thing ever. Uh, oh well, uh, then it it really does kind of uh, explain this next one about him and the the future well, it, of warfare. Just make sure you don't burn through them all too early. Oh no, okay. no, no, I, I'm saving some. Well, for the air domain, um, I think uh, things are, things are very are de definitely going to go into kind of autonomous, or, or, lo locally autonomous do uh, drone warfare is where it's at, where the future will be. Now, I'm, I'm just saying, it's not. I want the future to be this. Uh -huh. It's just this is what the future will be. Okay, is autonomous drone warfare, um, and at a, at a at a local local level. Uh, the, you know, um, can't, can't believe I'm saying this because this is this is like dangerous. But it's simply what will occur is is, is sort of a is drones locally being autonomous um, and, um, but I think we still want to retain. You didn't finish that thought. Sort of the, the you know authority to. Damage or destroy, uh, you know, anything that 
that isn't an autonomous drone. <laughs> Keep that authority back here with the, with the person in the loop. Wait, what? What the fuck did, did he just say there? I'm, I'm gonna, did you did you add that echo, Fletcher? Because like the echo alone makes him sound like a Bond villain giving his end of movie speech. Oh, there's yeah. echo. I mean, I am, I, am I the only one hearing it? Is this? It's am vague. I, it's like a vague echo, you know. Like it's, I don't know. You oh, just, damn. You're too uh, spoiled by no agenda. You're like, yeah, the audio quality so. is not perfect. Well, you're not echoing right now. Apparently. So. Well, oh, so just the no. Clip it just kind of sounds like he's in an auditorium, and you hear like the. Oh, oh he is in an auditorium. Yeah, yeah. he's in. Uh, it's yeah. the Skynet oh. filter. Uh, you mean you mean to, his volcano lair? Yeah, I was gonna say an auditorium or lair, but yes. Uh, and he has an audience, of course. So I'm going to rewind this back. And uh, what he was saying about uh, retaining the, the rights to destroy a non-autonomous drone, I don't know what he's getting at here, but I want to hear it again. The, the you know, authority to d- damage or destroy, uh, you know, anything that, that isn't an autonomous drone. <laughs> Keep that authority back here with the, with the person in the loop. The person in the Keep loop. that authority it, back here with the person in the loop. The pilot? Who is he talking about? That was really confusing. Uh, uh, it it was. sounds to me like like he's like, I want the authority to destroy anybody's per, you know, property whenever I want. Feel like it. Yeah, if it's not Which, mine, then I have the right to like destroy I mean, it. I guess he is a government. I am the Senate. <laughs> uh, That's what he thinks. I mean... Listening to that stuff, I'm I'm like, uh, you're not really on our side, are you there, Elon? With this autonomous drone shit, and he's saying that, um, he said at one point in this thing, I didn't clip it, just because, but saying that uh, drones like that are, are in, and fighter jets are out. It makes me think he is uh, equating the two, so having uh, it drones... It makes me think he's selling drones. Right, with the uh, same capabilities as fighter jets. Yay. Because why else would he be appealing to the Air Force about it right here in this symposium in his auditorium? <laughs> Shark tank volcano lair. <laughs> With freaking laser beams on their foreheads. <laughs> freaking heads. Um, well, so yeah, I mean, everybody laughs because he likes the number 69 and 420. Um, but he's just doing that to, to try and appeal to us. And look, guys, I am human, too. Totally not oh. a lizard. Oh. Oh. The world's richest African-American. <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, um... And that's pretty much it for my, uh, this, this half of the, the Elon-ness. I mean, uh, yeah, he's a dick with Tesla, too. You know, he's not really the founder, but he claims to be, thanks to lawsuits. He, uh, he gets to say it. I've, I've got a story about one of my left-hard friends with Tesla, but... I should probably save it for my own show. Uh, it's up to you. Or I not. was going to say we have a long way to go, so we're yeah. uh, we, got, <laughs> yeah. we got a ham. We, we're one matchup in so far. So let's, uh, if you guys are ready, let's do that poll. Yeah. All right. You ready to drop the poll? Whammo, oh. blammo. Go Everett. Follow. All right. So just so everybody knows the rules, just for anyone who hasn't listened to the show before, we're going to drop the poll on Mastodon. I'm going to post it in the chat. And uh, you'll have five minutes to vote between Shia LaBeouf or Elon Musk. So let's get it going. The first round of the first round. Poll is, is, is dropped now. 
Is there a limit to how many times people should vote? <laughs> Mail in your ballots now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never... The same amount I, of uh, clips that will be in per round. How about that? Are you, ben Rose, are you saying that you have a bunch of sock puppet accounts on Mastodon you're about to start voting with? Don't you? You're going to fix the... You're, it's a fix. I knew it was a fix. It's, always it's a fix. in. The fix yeah. is in. All right. All right. Yeah, one vote Bowls per person would dropped. be would be preferable, but you know, I can't, how am I going to know? I don't have a back end to look at that. So, uh, all right, phone lines open. Call eight six five four six five six two seven one. Weigh in. Who are you thinking, Elon or Shia, the Boof? Shia the Boof. That's what his name. The is. Boof. The Boof. The Boof. Or Elon the Moosk. And uh, yeah. Oh my God, it makes me so angry. We're gonna go to break. Come back with your calls. Elon the Moosk. Uh, my sister. <laughs> Eight six five. It turned me into a newt. Four six five six two seven one. I don't want to take calls. I'm gonna go to your phone calls. That's right. Give us a call clubs. now and let us know which <laughs> dude is calling in. I just start getting so pissed at these people. Oh, sorry, AJ. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, Elon Musk. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. Oh man! In the meantime, I guess I could get the uh, waiting music going because five minutes feels like a long time when there's nobody on the phone to talk to. Yeah, where are the callers at? Where are they at? That would be three minutes. You have three minutes, people. We've already got 25 people voting. Oh, jeez. Round one, round one, round one. Oh, this is way better than the Jeopardy music. (laughs) Caller. Caller, you're on the air. How you doing? I'm well, you guys. How are you guys doing? Hey, it's Dan. It is Dan. How's it going? Doing good. What's, your, what's your take here? Uh, so my take here is, I think, as far as global reach damage, I think Fletcher uh, nailed it on the head with Elon Musk is the larger douche based on his ability to cause damage. Obviously, uh, Shia LaBeouf is a more recognizable level of douche, if you will. That's a fair assessment. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how it comes down. I'm going to wait to give my opinion but I'm until... Uh, Till how the poll goes, but I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like surprised. it better when you give uh, your. You want my opinion? Okay, Shia LaBeouf should win this. That's what oh, I was saying. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I like it when you give your opinion because it almost always guarantees that you're going to lose that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> I was surprised there weren't any even Stevens callbacks. That's what I was really hoping for with Shia LaBeouf. I was going to make it, but it, it moved past all the child acting stuff before I uh, spoke up. Yeah, it's probably a yeah. good move because it's one of the finest pieces of art created in the 20th century, uh, or I'm sorry, the 21st century. Even Stevens, it's it's a, it's a brilliant piece of work. And yeah, I actually enjoyed that show. I did. Yeah, yeah. and every kid wanted to bang Ren. But- Everyone knew that. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. enjoy the show because of him or despite him? I mean, the legend, uh, Shia LaBeouf, because of him, of course. He is even Stevens, man. Without him, there is no even. Agreed. Yeah, he was good in that show. And Holes, of course, as uh, as Bam Dog. Yeah, I remember Holes. Earlier. I never. I don't. I'm classic to, film. I don't even think I saw even Stevens. I never heard mm. of even Stevens till I started researching this guy. Okay. I, I have holes I've seen plenty of times, but even Steve. We've all seen some holes. Oh, <laughs> is it about a 30-second warning time? How close are we? We're getting there. Wow. We're all, we got one minute left here. Oh, yeah. One minute left. 
Well, then I will say goodbye. And you don't uh, have to hang up right now, man. What are you doing? Life. You drinking on anything? You eating anything? Yeah, you sipping on oh, some I'm stuff. A, are you regular? Have you gone to the bathroom enough times today? You hydrated? Drinking you out of water? a single-use, uh, non-recyclable plastic bottle. Some water. Non-recyclable. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Fuck the turtles, man. Fuck them. I mean, if you want. It's not illegal. Oh, actually, it is illegal. It's, not, only, it's only illegal if you get no. caught. If you get uh, caught. That's the reason for uh, <laughs> opening up one of those water parks. <laughs> it's a reserve, <laughs> damn it. We got 30 come. seconds left, Sir Seed I got to come. All right, thirty oh seconds on God. the clock, up in the corner. Holy mackerel! Getting right down to the wire, people. If you want to get your vote in, you better get in down get to that vote down. You see? I don't know who created Pokemon Go, <laughs> but I'm trying Hold to figure on, out. Hold on, I'm coming. Don't we get them to have Pokemon Go to the polls? Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh my God. Oh. It's settled, boys. All right. With what? 65%. What? What? Are you saying something? Oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. With 37 people voting. That's 37 people, damn it. 65% of the vote goes to Shia LaBeouf. Oh, LaBeouf. there it is. That's uh, oh LaBeouf God. wins. That's, uh, wow. Wow! Incredible! Those, well, uh, thank you for, for having me reserve some of my clips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I should have played man. the other ones then about the uh, chipping your brain. because uh, We're going to chip you out like whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, mm. uh, those, yeah, the, the sock puppet accounts came in handy for you, Emrose. And uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, Clearly uh, nobody let's... cares about the future of themselves or the world, just <laughs> pop culture. Yeah. Hey, sorry Elon. I never made rockets. That's what's Elon, make your there we go. <laughs> he and is so, a douchebag. I'm not but, denying that. But before we move on, if you want to play uh, another uh, clip and to say goodbye to Elon on his way out. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's uh, how he's going to uh, control our brains and our bodies with his Neuralink. Now nah, he says, oh, of course, no, we're not going to come and uh, chip you by force. There's going to be a lot come. of waivers you're going to have to sign first. It's like, yeah, you might not be, but. Uh, no, but Joe Biden will say come. Yeah, right. I got to come. And, uh, I'm, I'm still you know, con- Department of Defense might find it useful. The Neuralink thing seems to me like if you've seen the SpongeBob movie where Plankton gives out the chum bucket hats, and then once everybody's wearing them, he just controls their brains with it. Like I feel like mm-hmm. Elon would do that with Neuralink. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't call it the the, <laughs> the chum bucket. <laughs> every every new technology that the the government will will hijack and turn into evil. It always starts out, the very first step is, no, no, this is not going to be required. Yeah, that's the, not yet. Uh, of course. Not for yeah. another three years. And oh, um, I thought you were going to say they stole it from SpongeBob. Every major innovation <laughs> the government's come up with for the last 10 years, they ripped from fucking SpongeBob, man. I'm yeah, telling probably. you. probably. That or the Simpsons. Uh, you know, the government would be a lot more efficient. Yeah. <laughs> they did. I'm ready. I'm ready. Plan Z. Uh, snap a leg or whatever. Uh, yeah. What, what was uh, Shia saying? Snap leg. Snap leg. Elon, snap, snap, snap control. Leg. Snap leg. <laughs> control your snap brain. Leg. Uh, um, and, and in terms of additional uh, brain reading activity, uh, when we have, um, say, if, um, one of our pigs on a treadmill, <laughs> pig on a treadmill. <laughs> um, what was funny about pig on a treadmill? <laughs> Besides that they a, call people pigs, but. You wouldn't funny understand. Concept, really. It's only rocket science um, thing. He's and just thinking we, about the money he's uh, making. Take the, the readings from the neurons, and we try to predict the position of the joints. 
Um, and so we say we have the predicted joints. position of the joints, and then we've, we measure the actual position of the joints. You can see that they're almost exactly aligned. So we're able with um, a wireless neural, imp um, neural implant to actually predict the position of, of all of the limbs uh, in the pig's body. Okay, so with Neuralink, they'll know the position of your limbs, therefore uh, your intended action perhaps maybe. Uh, I don't know if you're on a friendly walk or march or something. I think something that's very exciting as a long-term application is if you can if you can sense what somebody is trying to do with their limbs, what they want to do with their limbs, um, then you can actually uh, uh, do a second implant that's at the base of the spine or, or wherever, just after wherever the spinal injury occurred, and you can you can create a neural shunt. Uh, so shunt. Has he got a cock in his mouth? I'm confident <laughs> that long term uh, it will be possible to restore somebody's full body motion. You're a shit. That's, that's the second D and DOD is Department of Dicks. Sounds like something like deep-throating something. Uh, he is, yes. He's, uh, oh, you must be on, on NPR. That, uh, defense contract money. But yes, so with the, they can detect the motion of your limbs, and then with the second Neuralink, they can control those limbs. Oh boy, the future's do, bright. Do you think maybe Shia was his first test subject? Snap like. Snap leg. Yeah. Snap leg. Shia, you got a point uh, there. Volunteered. <laughs> yeah. Please that's how he learned. That's how he really learned how to swing on those vines. <laughs> if I were him, I'd shy away from that. Hey oh, I'm going to chip you out whether you like it or not. God damn it. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm nice. the only dad here, nice. I think. As far as I know. Yeah. Happy I Father's Day to are. me. As far as I know. I need to make some phone calls, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> Open All this right. letter from the state. <laughs> Are we ready for the next uh, battle here? Yes. Battle. Part two of round one. Challengers approach. Blammo, blammo, it's... Uh... Oh, hey. Dan was there the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to oh, monitor the phone lines better. Goodbye, Dan. We hardly knew you. Um, yeah, up next, it's Zahi Huas up against Adam Conover. How, what Mr. Oh, boy. first. <clears throat> okay. Uh, some may not be familiar with uh, Mr. Zahi Hawass. He was uh, the minister over there in Egypt of uh, their antiquities. He's uh, just now in charge of you know, the pyramids at Giza, at uh, Saqqara, and one other place. Um, no big deal. I don't, well, I don't care about his titles because he's a fucking douchebag. Uh, the guy, for years, just says that uh, he's the end-all, be-all of any sort of um, theory pertaining to Egypt, whether the mummies they find are certain kings, uh, whether uh, they built the pyramids in a certain way or not, the age of uh, the pyramids, the Sphinx, all of that. He wants to be end-all, be-all. I uh, didn't get a lot of clips of him because most of the time the audio is absolutely terrible and he's hard to understand anyway. Um but he, uh, speaking of the, just being the, the authority on um, what is what in Egypt, there is uh, an Egyptologist from Great Britain. Her name is Joanne Fletcher, and uh, he just dragged her name through the mud uh, all because she didn't tell him first that she made a discovery about uh, Queen Nefertiti in uh, Egypt. As in uh, the, identi the identity of a mummy. And um, 
she just announced it herself to the media and uh, wrote a book and made a special and all this. And he was like, no, you got to go through me. I've got to approve it. And um, just uh, pretty much said that it was a fantasy she had. And uh, there was no no evidence, despite the evidence that she had, um, because she's no slouch. She has a doctorate. They don't just give those away willy-nilly or else I'd have one, too. But he is uh, he's just a, a supreme. I should. I really should. But they might have um, just decided to not give them out the day. You know, who knows? So this is uh, what he says. I want to um, tell you and assure you that we as Egyptians are protecting the Egyptian monuments now. We have a strong government. I'm asking all the Americans to tell them that Egypt is safe. And I ask them to come back because we need the money from tourism to restore the Egyptian monument. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that clip had started playing. Um, <laughs> no, I, was I didn't mean say to so- double click it. I just single clicked it. I, I was going to say what he usually says is uh, like when somebody makes some kind of claim about uh, dating being different, you know. No proof, we say so. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that clip that I was uh, just letting play, the whole point of it was uh, they want the money. He was talking about how in um, 2011 with all the uh, uh, rigmarole going on in the uh, Middle East and um, uh, President Mubarak getting ousted out of Egypt. Uh, ISIS came in and uh, stole some artifacts from a Egyptian museum, and they recovered some of them, uh, but not all. But he was saying, "No, trust us. Egypt is safe. Uh, come back, Americans. Bring us your money." And that's what it's all about to him is a uh, tourist money, and he wants to also control all that. So any argument that might, I don't know, I guess uh, challenge his authority as he sees it, uh, he just he just shouts down. There is no. There is no theories, no nothing. He did that with Robert Bouval, who had the theory about uh, Giza being laid out uh, to be synchronous with um, the shape of Orion. And he had some evidence of his own, but Zahi Hawass would not hear it whatsoever. Uh, he talked down to him. Here's an example of his condescension. The whole magic of Egypt that was linked to that magical river on the ground. Uh, they saw it in the sky. They saw it in Egypt in the sky. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful kind of an explanation to amuse me as a layman who's sitting at home drinking beer and watching the TV. But it will never give me any solid evidence to, rec- to reconstruct the history. Yes, it's a beautiful theory for people sitting on the couch drinking a beer, but uh, there's no evidence. Like, your evidence doesn't count as evidence because it's not my evidence. And um, Robert Bivol got his evidence from the ancient Egyptians themselves. In what is known as the pyramid texts, which is a a, a group of hieroglyphs uh, on a wall, I, I forget in which uh, tomb they found these in, but uh, they say specifically that the the pharaoh becomes the stars, and Zahi Hawass is all about the sun because he's a sun worshiper, like many other people in high up positions, and um, heliocentric bastard, you son of a bitch. But yes, uh, and his reason why you can't use the pyramid text is because, well, they were written a hundred years after the pyramids were built, despite him having many theories of his own that have taken place thousands of years after the pyramids were built. Those are right, but one written by the Egyptians themselves merely a hundred years after the uh, pyramids were built? Unreliable. Don't count. You cannot use the pyramid text who are written long time after Dynasty Four pyramids to reconstruct the function of the pyramid. 
You can't do it. But every everybody knows that the pyramids are actually the landing sites for alien spacecraft anyway. No, the pyramids are the spacecraft. Dun, dun, dun. The pyramids are oh, the charging that... stations for the spacecraft. Yeah, and they unfortunately oh, like dropped drugs. one of their stargates in the uh 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 the what what's that place over by Iran? Um Iraq? Uh Gulf of Aden. The Gulf of Aden. Yeah, there's a stargate there in the water. I was going to say Sitting the North fish. Pole. Mm. It's probably in the South Pole. And, My uh, favorite pole. <laughs> of course, yes. And so that's that's all he does is just shout down people who have um, theories that oppose, oppose him and uh, says, well, your theories don't count because I have mine. And uh, it doesn't matter if you have evidence or not. I'm going to say you don't. And just... Uh, Shout at you till you go away. Well, how and, else are you going to be a top academic, you know, the top of your field guy? That's that's basically your job. Oh, take bribes from National Geographic. You could do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell everyone the Department wrong. of Justice uh, was uh, investigating uh, National Geographic and him because they paid him money in order to get exclusive rights to uh, film inside the pyramids and other places. He's essentially one of the archaeological gatekeepers that keeps the uh, his job is to be one of the people that helps the human race uh, discover like keeps them from discovering their history. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be my point is he has great impact on all of our society because he's the gatekeeper to history and uh, real history. But he wants to keep it for himself. Uh, He's even uh, been under. Investigation and prosecution for stealing artifacts for himself. Uh, no problem there, though. It's like a bad guy, Indiana Jones. That well, it's funny you bring museum. up Indiana Jones. He <laughs> he likes to market himself as the real life Indiana Jones. He has no. a, a hat. <laughs> oh, if you see pictures of him out douchey. in the field, he has a hat uh, like Indiana Jones. He's always wearing <laughs> denim and shit like Does that. He, he even has a men's clothing line uh, of the same. Ilk, you know, to make other men look like Indiana Jones. You too can be like Zahi Hawass with your clothes. He was under investigation because you're not supposed to um, use artifacts for personal gain like that. And uh, his clothing company hired a guy to to take pictures of men in these Indiana Jones clothes. And they used artifacts from the the King Tut uh, uh, exhibit uh, for that clothing line. Now they said, oh, oh, they didn't touch anything, and we used them as backgrounds and blah, blah, blah. But you don't allow anybody else to do that shit, do you? Nope. Just Zahi Hawass when he wants to promote his clothing line. Not knocking Harrison Ford here, but uh, Jack O'Neill could kick Indiana Jones' ass any day of the week. Sorry. Just had to put that out there. Oh, well, you got a point. But who would beat Zahi Hawass's ass? He's got friend in, friends Both in high places. He always uh, manages to skirt around prosecution and not serve jail time. He had to do that too over a uh, a um, it was a, a gift shop that he was trying to control the sale of, and he did. But he says, "How could I do it? I wasn't in charge of uh, the Ministry of Antiquities at that time." So you're still using your name for that, but uh, the judge said, "Hey, you got to go to jail for a year over this." And then a different court came in and said, uh, "No, he doesn't." His name so, isn't Biden, is it? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was some uh, Egyptian translation thereof. I love that, though. Like, Indiana Jones would say it belongs in a museum, and Hawass would just say, it belongs in a gift shop. It belongs to <laughs> me in my gift shop. Yeah. 
I think uh, gift shops are technically part of the museum. Come on, let's not split hairs here. Yeah. Well, just because they're near the exit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but how much yeah. for this mummy eyeball? Oh, that'll be uh, uh, you know fifty bucks. Oh, great. Come into my negotiation chambers. <laughs> it's over. It's you also go down by the exit. and down and down and down, deeper into the sands. Uh, yeah, and he he tries to claim there's nothing underneath the Sphinx, even though there's video and photographic proof of him being underneath the Sphinx, because there are there are tunnels <laughs> and all sorts of things uh, underneath there. And he's like, "There's nothing new to be discovered." As he climbs out of these tunnels, there's also a chamber in the back of the Sphinx body, and uh, he's been down there. And he's like, "There's nothing down there," and there's definitely some shit down there. Yeah, <laughs> given the, the the water table uh, varies in Egypt underneath the Sphinx. There are tunnels underneath there, and he just tries to claim that there's not, and he's never seen them, but he's fucking seen them. And um, then when finally confronted with it and shown the proof, he's like, oh, well, they were full of water. <laughs> oh, okay, cockface. Then how'd you get down there? artifacts. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's probably where he keeps them. Um, is he the same guy that when, uh, I think it was Robert Shock, was saying, talking to uh, about the rain damage on the Sphinx, that means it had to be like, you know, at least 10,000 years older, if not more, than what mainstream Egyptologists claim. Wasn't he the guy that was like, what proof is there? There's no proof of this. And he just laughs in his face. Is that the same guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that to everybody that asshole. has some opposing point of view of him. And, uh, yeah, he's he's just trying to keep knowledge from us. So fuck that guy. And everybody like him. Fuck him. Fuck him. And also ancient Egypt. When in well, doubt, go to Snopes.com. And fuck cats while we're at it. <laughs> if I mean, you must. I, Turtles, cats, whatever floats your boat. I like cats. I like cats. Yeah, Not like that cats. much, but I like them. Uh, oh, like I them? like my cat. Oh, I like my cat. Oh, oh, oh. You like dags? I tell you what I like is fresh air, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, are we ready for Adam Conover, the host of Adam Ruins Everything? Yes, Adam Conover as my colleague so astutely described, is the host of Adam Ruins Everything. Including uh, his own a show. show. It's, it's a show that was on, uh, I don't know, Comedy Central or something. Some dumb it was. Uh, it, started off as goes a college, and, it started off on College Humor, and then it moved to True TV, if I memory serves. Ah, well, thank you. Uh, I apparently didn't do enough research into that to see exactly where he was doing his thing, but it was a popular show and it's sort of a leftist, uh, like pushing leftist ideology type of thing. It's kind of a lot of like weird statistics and propaganda. If you, if you watch it, there are some good points that I think he makes sometimes, but, uh, the vast majority of it is just kind of him living in a, in a, in an echo chamber. Oh, geez, yeah. the picture they uh, have of him on Wikipedia, his haircut alone makes him win. He his has a hair... very brutal haircut. Dude, his hair uh, is insane. It's like the amount of time you would have to spend getting your hair to just stand up that tall every day. It's like, what is, he thinks he's Jimmy Neutron, <laughs> uh, dude. He literally thinks he's Jimmy Neutron. Uh, he thinks his whole life is one perpetual brain blast. and uh, And he sort of carries himself that way. And uh, the clip I got to kick us off here is him on none other than the Roe Jogan show. Mm. Uh, and he, uh, that being Joe Rogan for everybody who, who doesn't, you know. Speak pig, just, pig Latin. Pig Latin, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You, you mean Adam Curry's other podcast. Yeah. yeah, you know, Adam Curry's friend. 
John C. Dvorak's uh, rival enemy. enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, his arch nemesis. Uh, he was on the Joe Rogan show, and they were talking about, um, you know, because if you ever talk with a leftist, usually trans stuff comes up. It's it's the easiest way for them to be like, you're a bigot by not wanting to give kids hormones and stuff. So uh, why don't you just play Adam 1, trans athletes? This is a real doozy. So if you're a woman and you're a natural woman and you don't take any extra hormones or male hormones, you're not taking steroids or any sort of performance-enhancing drugs, you're doing your very best to compete and you're at the top of the heap, but then someone comes along that was a man for 30 years and decides that they're going to be a woman, and this has happened, and literally transitioned a few months ago and competes as a woman and destroys records and dominates you in that sport, that's bullshit, and that's not competing on a level playing field that's a, a person who's biologically a male and who is a male for 30 plus years of having testosterone run through their body and affect their tendon strength and affect the shape of their bones and the mechanical advantages of the male hips versus the female hips and then they're competing with smaller people who have been a woman their whole life it's not fair it's it's is as much cheating as taking steroids when the other person doesn't or taking performance enhancing drugs when the other person doesn't maybe even more so well uh, uh, i disagree and and I've, what do you disagree I, about I've, I've already well the my main point being the one that i already made right that like i don't think that there is such a thing as a perfectly level playing field. I think we decide what kind of playing field we want to have. Sure, um, but we and, do make the distinction where we don't allow men to compete in I, women's divisions. And I think that that distinction may be breaking down a bit, right? And I think it may be time to break down that distinction a little so bit. So you think that males should be able to compete in the women's division of weightlifting? Uh, no, I don't necessarily. Um, but, but they can if they transition. Uh, well, first of all, uh, uh, the... There's there's a lot of stuff to break down, right? And I'm not I'm not okay. an expert on the subject, right? right so yeah, it's just sort of my off the top of my head. Um, one thing is, you know, you're postulating uh, a particular person who decided to transition uh, at the age of 30, right? Mm -hmm. And they were very big and strong before, right? And they decided to transition. Now, that is a type of person that exists, right? Um, right. I think over the next certainly 30 years, we're going to see, right. you know. Uh, now that uh, people are starting to understand that being trans is just a way that people are, right? They're just people who are trans, you know, and this is something that we're going to accept and support, right? You're seeing folks tra uh, transition much, much earlier age, you know? Um, uh, well, there's a, but and, and, and so if someone is, if someone is, you know, transitioning from the age of like, you know, seven years old, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, no, uh, you know, working with those hormones, you know, uh, from that age, right? They're not going to have, you know, the, their body situation is going to be very different than the one that you, that, that you postulated, right? Uh, I, I also know right? from my trans friends that the, uh, the effects that the hormones have on your body are like really profound, you know, like really, no really profound. Like we're not, uh, like, um, uh, yeah, so what's given to seven-year-olds is what he's saying. Yeah, chemical castration <laughs> is profound. To a surprising degree, uh, right? Uh, and so, uh, you know, I have, look, if uh, you know, the question is how does, you know, how does a person who starts taking hormones at a, at a particular age, right, how does their body change and how does that affect vis-a-vis -vis athletic performance? I, I, I don't know. We're in such new territory here, yeah, right? You know, <laughs> they can't wait to send the Jesus police Christ. to chop your so, testicles off. Just to uh, recap, you know, right. uh, you know, you know, just you know, to recap, right. Joe Rogan uh, says to him, asks him, okay, um, 
you know, men and women are different, and that's why men don't compete in women's sports. Women don't compete in men's sports. They just have straight-up biological, physiological differences. And the, Adam's response to that is, well, but no, they don't, because it's just as long as people are open-minded about it, <laughs> and as long as people accept trans crap into their life, well, then those those biological differences, they're just doesn't matter. It's it's all in your head. It's all in your head. And also, uh, the and good muscles. news is is that we're going to give uh, hormones to small children. That's the good news. And that way we're they'll going be more to, like actual women by the time they get into adult competition. And that, yeah, and that way, 30 <laughs> years from now, in my theoretical vision of the future, once we start giving three-year-olds uh, you know, gender-altering hormones, well, then everything's going to be just fine. This is some Harrison Berger on shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we just put chains on the stronger people, there wouldn't be a problem. It's a oh, good it, hey, guess what? We're gonna chop dicks off of three year olds. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm just being open minded here. You can't be big. It's all cool. Then we use the cells to grow meat in petri dishes. <laughs> they can't wait yeah. to send the police to your house to chop your testicles off. Just you know, it's okay. it's funny just how much overlap there is between the trans agenda and the depopulation agenda. Uh, bingo! Mm. Ding 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 ding! Oh, you don't th- you don't say <laughs> you don't say. Um, oh, no, well, I didn't say. Th- do you want to play? Is that is this the part two, uh, or is that a different? No, no, I'm gonna. I've I've got four clips for four rounds. That's it's it's, uh, it's straight up. So, okay, yeah, um, I just wasn't sure. I'm the happy second one because it was it, it's uh it looks related is why I was asking. It is it is related and it, it gets more into the actual kid stuff. Um, but we'll see if he makes this first round. All right. Well, in that case, if everybody's ready, we can start the All poll right. and open the phone lines up. The polls are dropping. You have five minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Five minutes. Ah, that was vote. my foot. You dropped a poll right on my foot. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The that poll. was my poll. Whoa. <laughs> Bell! Somebody Bell. left that voicemail. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Uh, 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 this is Adam uh, Conover calling in, and I just, uh, uh, well, yeah, brother, I, just, I really want to hear what you say, but it's weird. Like, it's like you're moving the phone away or putting it into your shirt or something. Uh, 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 I know, right? Uh, uh, right, right. It's right. not fun. To, right. It's not fair to write to make fun of people that have had three. Caller, like, I can uh, hear uh, your hair. Three, three <laughs> vasectomies. Okay. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fair. Okay. Right. Correct. Just say three or three. Free, free. I just uh, want to take that clip you just played of Conover and and cut out nothing but you you know, uh and write and you know and I bet <laughs> it would still be like sixty percent the length. Well, I've already right. stated my opinion, you know? uh, so I don't want to go back and re. SEO four mentioned. And while we're doing that, can we do the same thing with this caller? I, I'm not an expert. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Die? Um, so just be a have girl, you, bro. Have you seen my recent interview with Hassan? I was on his Twitch uh, uh, channel. Uh, was he on there? He probably was, wasn't he? Uh, I uh, did clip well, that. I... Oh, God. Hassan's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great job on Hassan, man. Oh, I like what you. I see the poll that you did, Pyramid Guy, and ruins himself. 
Get over there, follow <laughs> at Lavish, and vote in the poll, everybody. That's right. Round we got one, 17 baby. votes so far. We're like half of what we had last time. We got to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Those are rookie numbers. You got to crank those numbers up. Hmm. Yeah. Two minutes left, people. So, Adam, dun, uh, dun, Conover, dun, while you're here, uh, is your true TV show still on the air? Are you still doing that? Or is that you just moved on to other things like streaming video games on Twitch? Uh, 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 I, I have a new, uh, Netflix show, uh, called, the uh, G word on, uh, 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 Netflix. Right. Oh right. Oh my God. Right. 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 It's just, and I, I, know you're not an expert, I, I don't but, know which uh, one I actually want to pick on this one. Like, I'm not sure which one I would go with. Right? Right? Well, I'm not right. an expert, but... <laughs> Dr. Sir says, voting from the shower. Uh, uh, whatever so whatever you pick, uh, Zahi Hawass will say uh, there's no evidence for it. <laughs> we got one minute left, people. One minute left, people. One minute. Uh, yeah, all these are, the all these are pretty tough. Getting mentioned in here. I think I think the easiest choice of all these matchups for me was the Shia LaBeouf versus Elon one because I just didn't want to pay. I was just like Elon's like he's evil, I think, but he's not a douche. You just wanted to I stack the deck it. against Elon. I can feel it vibrating. <laughs> yeah, plus he's already like the richest man in the world. He doesn't need any more trophies. Woo. Is it because you hate Fletcher? Hey, <laughs> oh, that's probably it. <laughs> it's getting real tight. Real tight. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought this was a different type of show, so I I had an initial clip like that I, I then found out was wrong. No more vinegar and water douches for me. They're such a bother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, I looked everywhere for a clip of Alex Jones saying douche, douchebag, or any variation of that, and I've not been able to find it. I don't know if he's ever said the word. That's sad. I know. Oh my god. 30 seconds left. Oh, jeez. Oh. Well, I can't assure you, if Alex Jones said it, you have a clue. Uh, Midnight Mike's the real king of that. You understand? I'm serious. It's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh my god. Ready? Boys, I have good news and I have bad news. Holy Let's see shit. here. <laughs> so Adam Conover for most of this run had the lead, but at the last second came in. It's 50-50, which means Whoa. we go to what net was that? What's Wait a that? minute. That's a first, right? That's a first. That's a first. We're going to super sudden death. Super sudden death. Oh, man. Super sudden death. Oh, my God. 32 people voted. 50-50. Right to the last second. It was creeping, creeping. I don't know. Fletcher's got some some ghost accounts or something. (laughs) No, I wish. Apparently, the Egyptologists came in and were like, yeah, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Amateur archaeologists unite. That, We're going to super sudden death. Super sudden death. Sudden death. Super sudden death. Ready? 
Go! All right, what do we do? Just play. What do we just play another clip and then uh, play we're another clip? Punch just each one other clip. No, no explanation. Just play the clip. And then, and then, what? We hold another vote. And then we'll have another vote. <laughs> it's fifty-fifty again. Then we just. <laughs> if if right. it's fifty-fifty again, then we're we're disqualified, and we both go home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Then, um, then or whoever had the lead the most the whole time, I guess. Because mm, I, I mean, know, that seems like a cheap know. way to win. We'll get Gal to roll a die for it. Oh, coin, coin toss. Yeah. Uh, Somebody right. came in right there at the end with with some Dominion voting. <laughs> it was. They, they found Adam had like it was ballots. like seventy thirty, and then uh, Zahiv Was just like creeped in bit by bit until the end. Wow. Well. um... Okay, so who who goes? Uh, we who could, plays the clip I guess first? I'll go we first could. since I went first last time. Um, oh, was with Mr. Hawass here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is Boomer still uh, connected? By the way, <laughs> oh, he's here. Oh, good, good. Boomer, uh, what do you? You're you're an impartial judge. What do you? How you think we should do this? Super. Well, Sunday. we could hold an like, emergency vote in the troll room. Um, I emergency I did vote. Should we just redo point? the poll? <laughs> well, no, in the troll room, like just, with uh, karma. Yeah, but the thing with that is I that mean, can get gamed so easy. Nah, we, yeah. yeah. The, the most democratic way that that gets us on with the show quicker is Booberry just picks a winner. Oh, that's easy, Adam Conover. <laughs> okay, right. wrong answer. In fact, we should do something else. <laughs> that's the democratic way. You uh, did fix the vote, didn't you, Bemrose? <laughs> you do have all these ghost accounts. I knew it. Mm. All right. All right. Okay, so let's just play. Yeah, play each pick a clip to play, and then we'll just lav- uh, lavish just redo a poll. Super sudden death, and if it's a tie again, then um, we'll then go with. Uh, we'll 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 just have to have uh, a third party. I mean, we yeah. might as well just so we can. get If it's a tie going. again, then we'll go with Blueberry's initial item Conover choice, since he was the impartial person here to decide. <laughs> Quote unquote right. impartial. <laughs> well, <laughs> you were not. You're not on yeah. the episode. Type, so. Good you game. Just hate good that game. Guy more. And, All right, uh, see you, boo. All right, here's a uh, here's Zahi's advice for um, if you too want to make money off the pyramids like him, this is all you got to do. I always advise any one of my friends who doesn't have a job in America. You know what I tell them? Come by to the pyramids, take some photographs, go to New York, and think about any crazy idea, and write a book. You'll be rich. <laughs> you'll be rich. There you go. <laughs> take pictures of the pyramids. Write a book. You'll be rich. Yeah, brother, I really want to hear what you have to say, but it's weird. Like It's like you're moving the phone away or putting it into your shirt or something. That guy definitely was, his dad was somebody. It's a guy yeah. who just fucking was like, why, you're just working, you make money, that's it. It's easy. That's all you do. You just take picture of Pyramid and say UFO on cover of book and you're good. You make a million dollars. Like in Soviet Russia, <laughs> the Pyramid take picture of you. Do you want uh, to play uh I'll play Adam 2, trans kids. All right. We certainly are, and we particularly we just scratched upon the idea of kids transitioning at a very early age. I mean, there's been more scientific evidence that points that if kids don't do that, then they, when they wanted to be trans at an early age, they just become gay men, and that there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, there's no reason to give kids hormones, and there's no reason to decide before a person's frontal lobe is completely, fu- completely fully developed, which doesn't even take place till like 25. Kid, people don't know who they are. You, a seven-year-old, you you won't even. People don't even give their seven-year-old phones. You don't let them vote. You're going to let them decide what sex they're going to be for you the rest the, of their life. The, the research that I've seen, and again, I'm not an expert on this, and right. and, okay. and you know, I'd love to. 
this is a conversation. This is something I'd love to talk about on our show, and I'd specifically love, you know, this is before, this is the kind of topic where I really want to make sure that I know the research and that I'm, you know, also speaking to trans folks, you know, um, in, in this conversation. But so to touch on just what I've, you know, my own experience and what I've, the research I've seen, the research I've seen is that trans kids from uh, a young age, uh, they are incredibly consistent in their, you know, when they're expressing their gender identity. Um, okay, but that's that, a big generalization. And, and that, You're and talking about the, a lot of human beings. Yeah, yeah, but the, that's, that's fits I'm this ta- narrative by saying they're incredibly consistent, but like, if you polled these people, like, what are you talking about? Like, if you, I mean, that's, uh, I, look, I, I don't have the research in front of me that I saw, so I can't, like, go into the details mm-hmm. on it but like yeah it was i mean it was you know it was uh research that was surveying and tracking like uh, trans kids who declared their identity from a young age did it change the answer was uh generally no it really didn't um and uh you know i have a friend who has a who has a trans kid um don't know the kid's exact age but you know we're in the age range that we're talking about and you know he's explained that like well you know my child from a very young age consistently like said i am a girl like and has never contradicted themselves, never changed their mind. And so the humane thing and the thing that he felt was going to do as a parent was to like embrace that choice on his child's part. Right. Um, and yeah, that's the, embrace that choice, meaning hormonally. I shouldn't even phrase it as a choice, like like embrace that identity. Um, but it is a choice, right? I mean, if you're I, choosing no. to add hormones to a child's body, that's a choice. Uh, it's, a, it's a choice blockers. on the it's it's the it's a choice on the on the part of the parent. Um, it's not a choice on the on the on the uh, on the part of the child to like it's in the not, same way that being in the same way that being gay isn't a choice. Yeah. Okay, but if that's who they are, if they think that they're a girl, why do you have to give them hormones to make them more of a girl? Uh, because. I'm sorry. Can you expand on the question? <laughs> the tool bucket. All right, you ready? Yeah. Super sudden death. Uh, super yeah. sudden Whole death. redo. Let's see. Uh, based on those clips, did it anybody's was mind my change? Choice. Super sudden death. It wasn't my choice to claim as Sharky. a child that I was a dinosaur. It wasn't oh, a choice. My God. We're, we're listening to take it away from transracial being a thing, and I'm all here for it. <laughs> uh, Rachel Dole is all anybody. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's goodness. like K-pop fans that have gotten surgery to make their eyes look more slanty, so they look Japanese. Slant. I think. Oh, I don't you don't just say. say slanty, but. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. All right. Shipped more like you can a get your shotgun, rice. or you can get your shogun. Oh, you know what we should have done? Did you already start the poll? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say make it a one minute poll to this time, but that's okay. You already put it out. It's I don't like know. If one you mi- can that's what for future that reference. Poll. I wonder if we can do a one minute poll for super sudden death. If that uh, happens, again. I don't see the option for one minute. Oh, it's okay then. Oh Your man, it's too short. Two shot. Yeah, pyramid guy or hair guy. Hair guy. <laughs> pyramid man or hair boy. Hair boy. <laughs> <laughs> They're turning the freaking pyramids gay, is what Doctor Sir Mike Rutch says. <laughs> yeah, have you oh seen God. the size of the Grand Gallery? Jesus. When in doubt, go to Snopes.com. Let me take you down to the Queen's Chamber. Hey, the King's is bigger. You put that <laughs> hairstyle on a pyramid, and and I think you've got a new another toss up. It makes the my subterranean chamber tingle. We're almost. 
<laughs> We're almost there to where I get to put one of my douchebags in the ring. We're almost there. Almost. 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 I'm I'm holding back my bots this time. <laughs> okay. Oh, my Osiris how, shaft how is clinched. Generous. I guess we could have opened the Whoa. phone lines again. I don't know. Yeah, let's do that. Good. We got eight, three six, minutes left on the poll. Eight, so six, far, five, twenty-six people have voted. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. Give us a call. I don't know if I don't know if anybody noticed. I just bemrosed. Uh, but I had you to. Good, I had to go because yeah, I had negating the bemrose. Yeah. I had to get a beer because there is no way in the next matchup that I am going to give my my rundown of Jay fucking Inslee without being lit. <laughs> I'll be your phone calls after I play these clips. Get some liquor in here. I appreciate everybody calling in today. I just start getting so pissed at these people. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, what's going on? Here in on this- yeah, brother, I really want to hear what you have to say, but it's weird. Like, it's like you're moving the phone away or putting it into your shirt or something. Can you speak up a little bit, Caller? Who's this? Are we on speaker? No, I can't. No, you're on my shitty headset because I'm driving. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's all safety good. second. No, like, Two minutes. I'm all in. Like this, this prick, uh, Adam, they don't know jack and shit. This motherfucker says <laughs> um and ah uh, more than I do on our podcast. So I'm all <laughs> yeah. in for him. What a moron this guy is. I hum and haw myself, but like I'm not a professional, highly paid television broadcaster that's you know getting well, multi million dollar TV contracts and stuff. Well, being you professional isn't as important as being highly paid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, here's what I don't get. Okay, how much do you reckon the chances are that when you're going on Rogan, you're not going to know what this guy is going to be asking you? And this is how shittily you prepare. Your best defense is, well, I got a friend who's got a trans kid. Yeah, well, I got a friend who's got a fucking Camaro. Doesn't mean I'm a Chevy fan or I know jack shit about cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just putting it out there, you know. Well, like Phoenix, I don't have the studies in front of me right now, uh, and I'm not an expert, but uh, I know that you're wrong. Snopes said so. Zahiwa says you have no like evidence an, for that. Is that like an opinion thing? You know, that's no, 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 no. I, I saw a study expert. somewhere. I don't. I can't remember exactly. No proof. We say so. There's definitely. I a am study an expert, and right. and I don't have to have any studies to back me up. It's just what I say goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it. Oh, it looks like we're getting close to the 30 second mark here. We're we're at 33 seconds, boys. Whoa, ding ding, in Phoenix. Alrighty, so vote for Adam because he's a bigger douchebag. Later. <laughs> Thank you, caller. <laughs> G. Willikers. Oh, I got down to the wire, people. We're getting down to the wire, people. Shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. Bem Dog, better get liquored. Jansley coming up. Five, four, three, two, one. Super sudden death. Oh, our first ever super sudden death comes to Holy a close. Crap. With Adam Conover getting 76% Damn. of the vote. Oh, yeah. See, guys, this is what happens when my bots aren't present. <laughs> that, the, the trans, uh, the second trans kid clip just really pushed him over the top. It, it did. Like. Yeah. We also had the, less people voting, though. Yeah, the first poll was 32 people, and this one said five? No, oh, I think it says 21 on my screen. Oh. Mm. That second uh, Adam clip oh, was... Okay. The second Adam clip was very um, hard, painful. 
Oh man. Well, let's give uh, let's give Adam the uh, little champion jingle he deserves. Congratulations, Adam Conover. What a Congrats. When what he's a in, when, in thirty years, he might be Adam Comover. <laughs> uh, do Thanks, you wanna, it won't take thirty years for that hairspray to fail. Yeah. Uh, so he's contributing to the hole in the ozone, the ozone layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. crazy. <laughs> Me and Fletcher the on the time. same page. Uh, do you want to play us out with one more Zahi Hawass clip there before we move on? Uh, I don't. I don't really have another one. Um, or just I'll any just closing say, you know, thoughts, hey, real quick on him. Uh, I did want to take one of him. He was arguing with uh, Graham Hancock, <laughs> uh, an author that I like, um, who who also has been on Rogan, which uh, obviously in today's age uh, gives you all the credibility you need. And um, all all that Graham Hancock was saying was that the the discovery of uh, Gobekli Tepe in Turkey uh, and it being uh, 12,000 years old, at least, uh, shows that people had advanced stoneworking skills and the the signs of being in a civilization well before we ever thought that they were. And Zahi Hawass's whole argument for the age of the Sphinx and the pyramids was that there were no stone-building civilizations uh, before 4,500 years ago. And uh, Graham was like, well, now we have proof that there were, so you want to uh, offer up some some of your reasons why we shouldn't uh, rethink the age of these these places in Egypt. And uh, Zahi Awas was just like, oh, I don't even know what place in Turkey you're talking about. Turkey's not in Egypt, so it's got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and uh, I never, like, He's never well, heard of Gobekli Tepe is what you're saying? Yeah, that's what he said. And he's a <laughs> he's full of shit. Yeah. And he he always he does throw back to other civilizations like the Babylonians and the Sumerians. Uh neither of those were in Egypt last time I checked. But those matter because he talks about them, but other ones that others talk about, they don't matter. I've never heard of them is what he says. <laughs> Turkey's not in Egypt. It's like, well, and you're a douche. And that's what he's fuck, doing. Fuck ancient. Just ramming Fuck it up Turkey. the holes of uh, everybody's. Speaking Fuck of Turkey. ancient Egypt. <laughs> Fuck Zahi Hawass. Yeah, uh, put the All right. Well, that means up next, it is Anna Kasparian versus Jay fucking Inslee. Whoa. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Challengers approach. I think it's uh, Anna Kasparian first, I believe. Let me look again. Yes. Anna Kasparian. You may know her from The Young Turks. Uh, this is like, I've, I think this is the third in a row where I've brought somebody that's in a, some, some way, shape, or form affiliated with The Young Turks. You may notice by now oh, I'm not oh. a big fan of them. They're, or they're I've got to briefly pause you for a moment. I, I Just total coincidence. My brain just connected something. One of my LaBeouf clips... Was her? Sorry. Go on. <laughs> oh, well, that'd be good. Douchey overlap. We'll have to. Yeah. Hear, we'll have to hear that in the next. Uh, next round. Might have yeah, to get um, a towel for all that douching. Oh, I, I think I might have <laughs> clipped her voice entirely out because it was so annoying. But it was uh, it was her on the video. Well, uh, I got douche uh, begets douche. I want to just play some uh, real fast ISOs of her before I play my clip. I, I love being a social justice warrior. Uh, this one? Yeah, I'm fucking better than you, okay? Much better than you. You are garbage. 
It's uh, <laughs> some of those are just like, um, man, yes. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. Yeah, I'm fucking better than you. Oh, <laughs> uh, she means it too. It's not, uh, you can tell she's not, you know, being facetious. No, she actually thinks she's better than everybody. So that's uh, Anna Kasparian. She's Sink Junger's co-host on The Young Turks. Um, this is her comment. I believe it's the night Trump won the 2016 election. She's kind of having a meltdown, as she often does on The Young Turks. I have no respect for women who voted for Trump, okay? Yeah, me too. I think so poorly of them, and the reason why is because... Look, I don't think that you're a single-issue voter. I just think you're dumb. Okay, I think you're fucking dumb. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah, basically. When you vote for someone who openly treats women like second-class citizens, who talks about them as if they're nothing more than a piece of meat, who has been accused of sexually assaulting them, who has been caught on tape talking about groping them and grabbing them by the pussy without consent. Yeah, you're... Oh, yeah, I I remember that's what Trump said. He said, grab him by the pussy without consent. That was the full sentence. Oh, yeah, without (laughs) consent. Who has been like Trump even knows what the word consent means. Them and well, grabbing yeah. <laughs> them by the pussy without consent. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yes. Okay, you are voting against your best interests. I just I'm losing my mind tonight because of how stupid the majority of the country is. So there she is saying uh, she has no respect for any woman that voted for Donald Trump. Now I, maybe my memory's failing me. Can you guys remind me who Trump ran against in the election in 2016? Who was the uh-huh. candidate? I believe he was, he was the dog, right? <laughs> Not the Bem dog, but the other one. Pill dog, yeah. Pill dog. Hmm, yeah. okay, well, let's, uh, do a little, let's do a brief flashback here. I have a hard time not disliking friends of mine who support Hillary. And wow. I, know, I, know that that's a, I know that that's not a nice thing to say, and I really don't care. Damn. I understand if, if they might be ignorant on some policy ideas, but I have friends that I have sat down. <sighs> with- do you guys see the problem here yet? Like, how do you... This is like, this is like all those Bernie supporters that spun around in lockstep to follow Hillary as soon as Bernie ducked out of that race, and then if you have the a same people this. who spun around to support Biden the moment Bernie ducked out of that one. But I mean, as you, don't a, have you a call problem with it because you're not as smart as she is. That's all. Yeah, she's better than us. <laughs> no, but if you call yourself a journalist and you say like you have no respect for anybody that voted for Trump, and months prior you were saying you have you. You don't you find it hard not to dislike anybody that would ever vote for Hillary? And it's like, how could <laughs> you, I mean, you think maybe, maybe that Hillary days? being against Trump might have factored into some of the people that made that decision to vote for Trump, Anna, or what? <laughs> she doesn't know any. You know, you know the saying like if you if you go throughout your day and everybody you meet is an asshole, then you're probably the asshole, <laughs> right? Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey! I resemble that. <laughs> I know, I know. If if everyone everywhere you go you're an idiot and you meet idiots and everyone you know is an idiot then you know yeah some policy ideas but I have friends that I have sat down with and had very detailed conversations I look I'm not here for a fucking hobby okay this is what I do in my career okay Mm -hmm. this is what I live for so it's not like I'm reading some headlines and I'm like hey I want to engage in some political discourse no (laughs) so I sit down and I explain to them in so many different ways I had conversations about Hillary Clinton's support of private prisons, Hillary Clinton's support of for-profit colleges, Hillary's support of ridiculous foreign policy that has only perpetuated more war. Detailed explanations for why she is not a good 
progressive candidate. Yeah. And they reject that evidence. And so how is it possible for me to respect them after that? So the fact that we know the policies better just because of the nature of our job, mm -hmm. they don't give us any credit for that. Like, so a mechanic would get credit for knowing cars better, right? right? A doctor would get credit for knowing how to operate on a fucking heart, right? right. So how insulting would it be if I walked into a surgeon, uh, a surgeon performing open heart surgery, and I said, mm, you know what, I think that artery needs some work. I know more, I'm politically more savvy and smart and know policy better and who to vote for because I'm on the Young Turks. I don't walk into a brain surgeon or heart surgeon's office and say, mm, you're doing that wrong, let me tell you. It's like... What a hey, cocky fucking... You know, there's something to that. They spent, like, I saw the video, they spent at least $1,000 on that set. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Uh, and uh, I'll just leave with this brief 20-second uh, uh, clip. This this is a, right after Trump won. Anna Kasparian just starts going around harassing people in the streets who voted for Trump. And she's like, who did you vote for? And then as soon as if they admit Trump, then she gets all, gets all over him and says, well, that's because you're uneducated and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, here's just one person reacting to her doing that. Okay, we're done. Okay. We're done. All right, well. We're done. Do you I have just... any more questions? Because if you're going to put me down, we're done. I'm not going to no, put you down. No, I don't. All right, so. Now, you want to ask me about my educational background? No, I don't. Because I, I have a ask... BA from Brandeis University and an MBA from Cornell in Ithaca, New York. That's great. There's yes. a lot of educated people no, that are That's great. not so intelligent yes. on politics. Yes. So they're not so intelligent <laughs> yes. on politics. Okay, the, the guy she just interviewed, kind of a douchebag, too. Yeah, but. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Like, I got a BA from such and such. Who gives a shit? Cornell. Cool. Cool, bro. Uh, anyway, that's my uh, that's my first round of Anna presentation there. So on to. Uh, Anna Karinia. Anna Karinia. Anna on Jafe. Well, and just to briefly mention, she's an Armenian. The Young Turks genocided a ton of Armenians in Turkey. Well, wait, like, Christian she and, and Chunk were the ones who genocided? Well, the, yeah. the Armenian genocide was carried out by a group called the Young Turks, which Jink actually um, named his news organization off of him, and he is consistently... Oh, should I answer this? Wait, so, I, I'm just gonna, like, like, was he actually the one who did it? <laughs> uh, no. On, on no. the one hand, douchebag points, but on the other hand, I'd have more respect for their news station if they were actually the ones who carried out the genocide. Agreed. Well, the what? I, yes, I agree. But what I was getting to is uh, Anna's Armenian. Her ancestors were murdered by the Young Turks in a literal the Armenian genocide. Chink Clearly names his, not enough of her ancestors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I'll give you the bell for that one. I agree. Well, I can't find it. Though. Never mind. I'll give you this for that one. Adios, C-words. <laughs> but, um... Uh, uh, so yeah, so Chunk not only named his his news outlet the uh, the Young Turks, but he also in three different papers or uh, articles that he penned denied the genocide happened and said there's no evidence that anyone was actually killed. And <laughs> it's just like it's crazy that Anna, a, a literal Armenian, would work for a guy that's an Armenian genocide denier who has, as far as I can tell, refused to come out and say yes, it definitely happened. So she's a hypocrite. Who has absolutely no historical context? Yeah, belongs on the left. I get it. <laughs> yep. All right, Jay changes her mind daily. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad I started drinking about 20 minutes ago. There you go. This... Me too. 
Uh, Jay fucking Inslee is a uh, in his third term as the governor of the state of Washington. If anybody doesn't know, he keeps getting reelected by uh, by an all mail in ballot, which is what the state has. Um, uh, before that, he was eight terms in Congress. Um, most of those were, again, by an all mail in ballot. Um, I he came up. He was uh, the congressional representative for the area, including Bothell, Washington and uh, part of Kitsap County. So. In everywhere, and this is just a total coincidence, I have been voting against this motherfucker for more than 20 years. So I'm biased. Um, let's see. Uh, if you check out his Wikipedia page, he has an incredibly punchable face. Uh, I was going to say the most punchable in the world, but then I saw Conover's pay- face. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, he, <laughs> he ran for president in 2020 on a platform of climate change. And only climate change, single issue candidate, nothing else matters, not traffic, even though Seattle has the fifth highest transportation budget per capita, but the third highest traffic in the world or in the country, Uh, not on crime. Seattle had the highest crime rate in since 1993 recently, Uh, not on homelessness. Latest estimate that I could find was 30,000 people homeless, which is about 5% of the city population, not on drugs. There was a four times increase in heroin overdoses since 2011. 80% of those started on prescription opioids. Nope. Climate, 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 climate. Uh, he tried to push a carbon credit system on the state in 2014 and again in 2017. The voters were overwhelmingly against it, but of course that doesn't mean he won't keep pushing. Uh, he did push environmental rules that effectively make new hydropower impossible because of the salmon. Um, he pushes very, 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 very hard for solar and wind. In a state where mountains block the wind and the sun doesn't fucking shine because it rains 340 days a year. Hydro <laughs> would be really great, wouldn't it? No. Um, Guess not. I, on, the, on the climate change, uh, can you play clip 47? Oh, I should have warned you. We're the thing. first generation to feel the sting of climate change. And we are the last that can do something about it. Our towns are burning our fields are flooding, Miami is, is inundated. And we have to understand, this is a climate crisis, an emergency, and it is our last chance in the administration, next one, to do something about it. But the most important thing on this, and the biggest decision for the American public is, who is going to make this the first priority? And I am the candidate and the only one who's saying this has to be the top priority of the United States, the organizing principle to mobilize the United States so that we can do what we've always done, lead the world and invent the future and put 8 million people to work. So this was during the the DNC debates of 2020 when he he actually thought that he had a chance at at being the president. Did Um, he say to lead the world and invent the future? Yeah. Yeah, because the future has not been invented yet. He needs to come up. Like, it, it comes out of Davos, you know. The, That's invent, where the invent, invent the time, yeah. Who's going to hold the <laughs> patents for the future? Yeah. It's like, uh, so, who gets the royalties? Uh, wow. I've got one more clip. Actually, I think I'm going to go ahead and burn it. Uh, number 44, uh, during his campaign. Did you really clip 40 something clips of Jay Lee, by the way? Just asking. I, did, I really fucking hate this guy. I want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> so during uh, his campaign he showed up on my 
mine and yours, favorite program ever. The one we all religiously watch every day. He was on The View. Uh, I thought you were going to say SpongeBob. Uh, I appreciate no. that you're doing this because that's my number one issue. Mm -hmm. And I really am happy that you're doing it. But how are you going to differentiate yourself from the rest of the Democrats who also say they want to change climate? They want to work on that. I'm going to get Joy in the White House so wait, we can have wait, a climate wait. change president. <laughs> wait, I thought the problem was, with the, was that the climate was changing. No, no, the problem is that the climate isn't what they want it to be, maybe. I don't know. How are you, all the other people say they want to change the climate too. How are you going to change it even more than they are? But okay, how this are is you Joy Reid. Joy Reid is not yeah. my douchebag. Joy Reid sucks, though. She's, she definitely has to be on one of these at some point. Doing it, but how are you going to differentiate yourself from the rest of the Democrats who also say they want to change climate? They want to work on that. I'm going to get Joy in the White House so we can have a climate change president. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Yeah. But for a lot of people, 47%. it's still the economy. Uh, right. And so I'm here listening to this, and I'm wondering, do you really want to win, or are you trying to get attention for this one issue? Because you're, it's not just about beating Democrats. You've got to beat Trump. Well, I want a lot of things in life, but what I, I want most in life is to defeat Donald Trump. Climate change is an <laughs> economic growth engine. It is an ability to grow jobs. Today, clean energy jobs in the United States are growing twice as fast as the rest of the U.S. economy. The number one job creation rate today is in solar panel installer. The number two is in wind turbine technology. Is that, that, that can't be true, is it? No, there's no fucking way. Yeah, I was about to say. Solar panel installers? <laughs> okay, you install the solar panel. What, do they have to come back every six months and install another one? That's the only way you get a continuing job. Yeah, I mean, I've, I have a feeling that there's probably more people that do roofing than solar panel installation but i, know. I think so yeah what For do now. I yeah oh my god uh, i have so much more on him but um i might i might just slow down because uh it you know what if if Inslee loses i've got a lot of great play out clips that's all i'm gonna say but all right. uh, <laughs> uh coming up i've got uh I've got Inslee versus COVID, Inslee versus the Second Amendment, and Inslee against all Republicans in Washington, of which there are maybe three. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been clipping this guy since before you knew you are going to be on oh, this? Oh, Jesus you're Christ. Like, I don't like this him? guy. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know which horse uh, the, the dog is backed. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, this is like me with Ethan Klein. I just fucking went all out through the Ethan Klein clip. <laughs> Um, Basically, this whole thing exists because Sir Cedar just wanted to ruin Ethan Klein's life. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the foundation of this entire. You know, that's a that's a worthy cause, and I, I for agree. one, thank you, Sir Cedar. <laughs> well, it's like I, I was too. I hit up Boober and it's like we were looking for something to do an episode about, and I was like, what if we just do a whole episode about how terrible Ethan Klein is? And then he was like, I don't know if I can take it. I don't know. If I can and you're like, I bet we can find seven other people <laughs> yeah. who are just as bad. Well, we had 15 other people we against him in the first one, and he still beat them. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, well, that so was we're, we're wrapping fixed. with the. We're wrapping. We're ready to start this round. Open the poll. Is it? Yeah, I think I so. I believe so. Cool. We're Phone lines to... are open. Whoever called in earlier, uh, you can call in now because in Do Not Disturb is now off. Yeah, Jesus we'd love Christ. to hang up on you again. Oh, 24 oh, I did missed have calls. One more. Oh, that's yeah, fine. who do we hang up on? I don't know, but I have 24 missed calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Too many callers as voters. I had one more Inslee clip that I meant to play in the first part called "Pistol Packing Teachers." Uh, we'll wait. Caller, you're on Pulls the air. Polls dropped. Polls dropped. Hello. Hello. Hello? Can, you, 
Can you hear me? Yeah, brother. I really want to hear what you have to say, but it's weird. Like, it's like you're moving the phone away or putting it into your shirt or something. No, I can hear you. Yeah, when he says shirt, Color, take it shirt. becomes a letdown. I unplugged it. Sorry. You unplugged your shirt? <laughs> Is your shirt from the future? Well, my, I have an electric shirt. It's awesome. Whoa. Oh my In god, I don't know what that is or what it does, but I want one now. Neither do I. I just made it up, so No. Caller, uh, you all you just making things up. Boozlin. Hang up on this caller. <laughs> no. What? Wait. <laughs> uh, when are like you running to... for office, caller? <laughs> you sound like you can make a great uh, senator is, of Washington. I am totally bullshitting you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a winning platform. Are you working on inventing the future? It is. <laughs> That's it. He's yeah, working exactly. on inventing the future. That's yeah. how we got that battery-powered shirt. Me and Jay Inslee are going to invent the future. <laughs> uh, so who are you voting for there? Is it Jay Inslee or uh, Anna Kasparian? That's a, I mean, she's uh, she does put forth a, quite a douchey, uh, just like hating her own uh, existence uh, yeah. by Battle of the Cunts was like a little hard that's, to pass off on the. That's pretty reasonable considering <laughs> we hate her existence too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Jay Inslee is—he's—he's uh, he's got a special place in my heart for uh, douchebaggery. How many of your dead I relatives are going hate. to vote in the poll, caller? What? What's that? I said, how many of your dead relatives are going to be voting? Uh. 15 to 20 at least. Maybe after they Hello. vote. Maybe after they You're vote. You're <laughs> Once your dead relatives <laughs> vote, Anna, Anna Kasparian might just like show up at the funeral, dig them up, and start harassing them about who they voted for. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And then ask them, are, are you Armenian? Like, God damn it, die again. <laughs> I keep expecting to hear Anakin Skywalker when you say uh, Anna Kasparian. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking better than you. Are you a man over this? I, yeah. You are garbage. <laughs> Not younglings. I, <laughs> I saw him on the hologram. I have the his... high ground, Anakin. <laughs> oh, yeah. You underestimate his power. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you are my brother. <laughs> Anakin Sparian has the moral high ground. Well, maybe she'll get burned on a lava planet, too. <laughs> we can only Left hope. Left for dead. Uh, wow. I did like the Egypt guy's uh, speech pattern, though. Yeah, he was... I, what accent is that? Oh, probably Talking about the pyramids? He said something about jobs or something. It was Egyptians. Like, Bro, I come here, I get jobs, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, see, if you want to make money, go take pictures of the pyramids, uh, go back to uh, New York, anywhere in America... Uh, come up with any crazy theory, write a book, and you'll make money. And tell people they're wrong. <laughs> yeah. About the pyramids. My pyramids are like your pyramids are not When he, he said something about jobs, and it was almost like uh, Scarface ish. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Well, I, like, I left out that come he. Come to America. Uh, you said. <laughs> he got part of his education here in America, in Chicago, at the American University. Ugh. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking better yeah. than you, okay? You know, Much Jay Inslee probably would have made stealing artifacts illegal. 
Unless he what found a way the to invent them. <laughs> he can invent the future. <laughs> oh yeah, if you invent the future, the then there's they, if you but you invent the future but get rid of the past, and then you won't have any artifacts. You only have new artifacts from the future. Thirty seconds. Oh jeez. You know, and I think I think I voted for Jay Inslee because I know too much about him and the whole aut- autonomous zone that he let like eh whatever you know. Oh my God! Fuck that guy. Oh Chad. <laughs> When are you going to leave the state? Yeah. When are you yep. going to flee the state? Hey, whatever. Just let it go. Whatever. Happens. Ah, uh, the guy's giving away AK-47s from the trunk of his car. No big deal. Oh, I can get out of this God. money pit of a house that I've been in for 20 years. This was a tough one, but I voted for the pretty girl, No Beret. So. Typical. Yeah, that was, no, that was from No Beret. We have a closed poll coming in with 60% of the vote, 30 people voted. We have Jay Fukin Inslee. Mm. Damn. Governor of Washington and all around douchebag. Douchebag. Kablamo, Jay. Load Inslee. out your ass, Howard. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> he's definitely done more damage than Anna Kasparian has, but, you know, it's close. Um, it's close. So far. Yeah. I- Oh man, God! I mean that Armenian okay. genocide I, I is pretty rough, he's, but... <laughs> he's been even more pretentious and self righteous on TV than Anna Kasparian has too. Mm, maybe mm. that's hard. I mean, he's had more. He's older. He's he like twenty years older. So he's probably more, had more time to do it. But yeah, something um, like that. God, I was looking for Anna clips on BitChute, and dude, seventy five or more percent of the videos of Anna Kasparian have the word "hook nose" in the title. <laughs> oh my oh, god! My. Damn, jeez. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I should have saved the the Anna part of the Shia clip that I, because I mean she was so douchey, but I'm like, well, she's a cunt, but she's not my douche here, so right. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a great crossover. Um, okay, uh, I just I just watched Life of Brian last night, and uh, oh yeah, to watch it again, and he goes through that whole hook nose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rand. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. He's not the Messiah. Yeah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> I'm not a, you I'm have not to think for yourselves. Yes, a... we have to think for ourselves. All in unison. <laughs> uh, they, back old school Young Turks, uh, this is a 10 second clip. They would play games like this. We have a special edition of Guess the Camel Toe today. I oh, we do? We do, we do. Let's do a little close up. Excuse me? Who's Ah, for the love of God. So Anna Kasparian would bring pictures of celebrities or people's, like, in pictures of them in public, and they would zoom in on their camel toe and try to guess without looking at the face. She would make Jink guess who it was based on the camel toe. I'm disgusted. And he didn't like it because it wasn't a dog? Or is that the other guy? Uh, Was it Hillary? Oh, God, that was him. That was him. Jesus, you just reminded me, Fletcher. Zoom out. Zoom out, and it's, oh, that's actually a camel. <laughs> no wonder oh, I have some dogs. Um, <laughs> then, like, tank dog like, God damn it, it's Hillary again, isn't it? I have, uh, okay, so <laughs> I, I'll just, t- I, I'm going to only play, like, what, uh, a shorty and maybe one more after that and then save the rest of these for the end. But I have one, at, I'll put it in post at the end of the show. Where Anna Kasparian is mad at Gavin Newsom for letting people go back to school and eat in restaurants at fifty percent. Yeah, how capacity. dare you not be far left <laughs> enough for me? <laughs> She's just pissed off that they're letting people like live their lives. 
Um, she has this long story that I'll put at the end of the show where she goes through some com- seemingly completely made up story about how a cop pulled her over and harassed her. And it's just so bizarre. You have to you have to hear it, but it's it's just too long to play right now. But um, the whole thing sounds made up. And then she's like, he sexually harassed me. Like he didn't say anything inappropriate, but it was just like the way he was looking at me the whole time. It's just kind of the vibe he had. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> um, uh, he had rapey eyes. Yeah. Oh, here's a good, this is a this is a thirty second one. Just see what you if you can guess right away what she's talking about here and what she's having a meltdown about. What do you want them to do with their kids when they have to go to work? Oh my goodness. What do you what what do you think she's mad like what do you want them to do with their kids when you have to go to work? What do you think she's talking about? Like what law or whatever? Something with color. color. Not quite. What do you want them to do with their kids when they have to go to work? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? I want them to answer that freaking no. question. Answer the question. Journalists, ask them the question. Ask oh them. God. Ask them. They don't care. They're they don't fine. care. Roe versus Wade. They're all so old, they're going to have to worry about it affecting them. And if they're young enough where it would affect them, they'll get their abortion. They're going to fly to Paris. They're trading individual stocks, enriching themselves. They're good. They're good. They don't care about you. How demented. Beat them them some Valium with their their sex change hormones. They'll be fine. How demented are you to where, like, you're mad that, like, abortion might be tighter so you can't get, like, is easy access to abortions and your like your argument is what are people supposed to do with their kids when they go to work we need to be able to kill babies <laughs> uh, last time i checked it was called school yeah. the, 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 this whole abortion thing is so ridiculous like the, the, all the people screeching about we have to be able to have abortion like like are you fucking pregnant all the time is this just something like you're stopping by the abortion clinic every day after work is it, are you that fucking loose bitch right. what did they make clothes hangers illegal while they were at it <laughs> oh, jesus christ you uh, two bells for you that can't one. burn me with a baby bro <laughs> seriously all right i'll, I'll, I'll uh, baby <laughs> i'll leave it on this um, Anna tried to blackmail Jimmy Dore, and Jimmy Dore responds by showing the DM he uh, she sent him. So this is the kind of things that they will dupe, stoop to to try to smear somebody. They'll first uh, McCarthy smear them, uh, say they're working for Assad <laughs> instead of debunking a pro-war narrative, say that they're being paid directly by the Russians. I mean, is there anything scummier they could do than that? Well, she's doing it to me because this is really driving her crazy that we're pointing out that they are doing a uh, repeating State Department talking points. They've always been pro-war. They were pro the Libyan war. They were pro-bombing Syria in 2014, 17. They've always, they, Jenk said Trump didn't bomb Syria enough. Watch this. She, she did this to me. She said this, a DM to me last night. The last DM she sent me was April 14, 2016. Watching <laughs> you guys kick ass right now. That was her last DM to me. But here's what she here's how she's trying to threaten me. And I'll tell you why this is a big mistake on her part. She says, I'm sure you remember when you constantly made inappropriate comments about how sexy you found me at work and even felt the need to ask me where I shop for my jeans so you can buy a pair for your wife so she dresses better. Uh, that was followed by an apology card you wrote me for the degrading harassment. 
I've been holding back, letting you run your mouth nonstop as if you're some sort of warrior for what's good in the world. That's going to change. (laughs) So now she's, instead of saying I'm paid by the Russians or saying I'm working for Assad, she's now going to try to pretend I sexually harassed her when I was at the Young Turks. So I remember, uh, I remember she's... Uh, He goes into the story a little bit about how it's bullshit, but yeah. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty uh, part of the course these days. Yep. Um, all right. Last sweet uh, last matchup of round one. Holy Before shit. we move on, I just want to give a shout out to Nessworks, who by the way won today's No Agenda art. He's already round produced one. He's already produced a piece of art for uh for Jay Inslee as a winner. That was fucking amazing. Oh god. <laughs> and also disturbing as shit, I just want you to know. <laughs> What just, is it? Is that Jay Inslee? Oh, Dude, just, for a second, I read that. The face is, I don't think that's his body. For a second, I read that at Could the be. top, and I thought it said Slay Inslee, like Slay Queen. I don't want to. Slay Inslee. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to slay be Slay fucking Inslee. Like an Indian woman. Slay Inslee. What, what was that caller? I'm not trying to be racist here, but she looks like a uh, Native American woman. <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on, color. Slow your roll. <laughs> you know <laughs> Is Cardi B Native American? I think Native American is a... You know what? Jay Inslee would run on that or is that? Though. Oh, no, that's Nicki Minaj, I think. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Cardi know. B. I get them Native, mixed up. Native American is a racist term. We call them crying hikers. Inslee Minaj. <laughs> I, I definitely don't want to know who's who that model is because the Inslee face would ruin the the actress for me. <laughs> Permanently. Keep him in the dark. Uh, all right. Uh call or anything anything else before we let you go? No, uh uh Inslee, I uh, well I don't know. This is a tough call coming down the stretch, especially with that Adam. Uh, whatever his name is. I have a long yeah. history of him being a douchebag just from stuff that I remember. Yes, sir. But, next. Uh, him, Jay Inslee. Whew. It's going to be tough. Next round, it's going to be Shia LaBeouf versus Adam Conover. And then after that, it's going to be Jay yeah, Inslee. Yeah, he had a 50-50. That's, that's never happened before. It's a first. 50-50 yep. is a first. Nope. Um, but, yeah, so then it'll but, be – it'll be uh, Shia LaBeouf we have one more round Zahid one round Was. to go. Yeah, and then after that, it'll be Anna Kasparian versus either Rachel Maddow or Rob Reiner. Right. So That's up right. next, it's Rachel Maddow for the last matchup of round one facing off against oh, Rob Reiner. Maddow versus Reiner? This is going to be fucking tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, right. let's do it. Thank you, caller. Take it easy. Thank good, you, caller. Good luck. Job bless, caller. What a guy! You dirty, dirty son of a bitch. Um, uh, okay, so now we're gonna now we we're starting off with uh, Maddow, right? Rachel Maddow, host of the Rachel Maddow Show, drink and also soy, and MSNBC. become sterilized and stooge. Watch uh, Rachel Maddow. <laughs> AJ always got my back. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with my strongest clip. I'm I'm, I'm coming out the gate, baby. Play, uh, Matt they are four. so horrified of you. Sorry, you said which one was it? <laughs> I oh, said, uh, this is, I'll, I'll set it up a bit. She's she's uh, 
she's getting very emotional, you know, about some... Because as you know, Obama put kids in cages at the border. Um, Biden is putting kids in cages at the border. But she didn't really care about when they were doing it. It only she only really cared when a certain president was putting kids in cages at the border. So please play Maddow Four crying. The AP has just broken some new news. Um, this has just come out from the Associated Press. This is incredible. Trump administration <laughs> officials have been sending babies and other young children. Oh, hold on. <laughs> To at least three. Can we put up the graphic of this? Thank you. Do we have it? No. Three tender age shelters. She she drops the crying uh, facade when, like, they couldn't get the graphic up in time. Do we have it? Nope. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, South Texas. Lawyers and medical providers. Just. I think I'm going to have to hand this off. Yeah. Sorry, that does it for us tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow. Now it is time for the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell, where he is live in Brownsville, Texas. Oh, did she get the daytime Emmy? Oh, good Lawrence O'Donnell. Dude, she got I the think, Oscar. Congratulations, I think, Rach. I think this I had to be ice code right here. Babies and other young children. That right there. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, she sounded hungry. Oh. Oh my God. There's nothing. nothing that rustles my jimmies like people who are paid millions of dollars to be on TV crying on TV. I Fake love cry. I live for that. Dude, that's like you brought it that with uh, Colbert the last time. He was, like, Colbert too. Crying, crying about he the... He starts crying about <laughs> Trump about saying he election. won the election. <laughs> I knew he it. I should have had Zahi Hawass crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The tears dry in the desert sands, Fletcher. crying, then then at least just like cry yourself a little bit. Oh, I should have, yeah. Elon is mm-hmm. such a douchebag, guys. Put people in cages. Rachel Maddow does this. <laughs> and yes, Colbert and oh Maddow do look alike, uh, Carb Lanes. I was seeing, the, when I was clipping, I saw that they had a video of Colbert interviewing Maddow. And, uh, and yeah, they look very similar. They have the same yeah. haircut, the same glasses. Same the the same hairstylist, like, the same optometrist. Dude, yes. that's what I'm saying. Like after Moderna the came same out, did dead you notice? The eyes look. <laughs> after Moderna started, like people started getting shot with Moderna. The like the, after that second dose, like John Oliver, Rachel Maddow, and Stephen Colbert all, all started to look surprisingly like Bill Gates, like suspiciously like Bill Gates. They started dressing <laughs> like him and like looking like him, wearing the same glasses, <laughs> sweater vests, <laughs> <laughs> moobs. Uh, yes getting a book on how to lie with statistics (laughs) you know it's Uh. not totally painful Um, (laughs) Uh -uh. uh, yeah that's my that's my very good friend Rachel Maddow who everyone knows and loves wow she looks like a bass player honestly (laughs) she looks like a bass (laughs) (laughs) fucking upright bass oh wow She, she does have this one clip where she's like all the hate mail I get is all about my appearance. People don't disagree with me ever. My information is rock solid. People only email me to let me know that I'm ugly. <laughs> I was like, geez, Rachel. Sorry about that. Bummer. Um, couldn't too bad. To a, hey, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I, I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you know. should Where's go the... and take a nap on your bed of money. 
Where are the clips of Miss Swan going? Uh, she looking like a man. <laughs> she looking like a man. Uh, oh, Peekaboo, so good to see you. Okay, I have a. Uh, God, I got a real long one for Dean. Are we, are we done? Uh, I'm gonna brag about it. Oh, Rob we're Ryan. done all right. all right. We're fucking done, buddy. <laughs> good. <laughs> I can't hear it anymore. Crying right now. Next round, though, I'll be ready again. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, I have a long clip. I think I might end up still doing it. This is D, uh, Rob Reiner on Tucker. Um, oh no! On Tucker Carlson, it's uh, it's like three minutes and fifteen seconds. But time, a lot has changed though. The rise of Donald Trump has caused elites from across the spectrum to realize they've got a lot more in common with each other than they do with the American middle class. Suddenly, liberals in L.A. are warming to the idea of pointless foreign wars. Rob Reiner is an actor, a director, a liberal. He now has a group designed to investigate Russian interference in the last election. He's joined forces with all kinds of pro-war conservatives in Washington. Here's their latest ad. Listen carefully. We have been attacked. We are at war. The free world is counting on us for leadership. For 241 years, our democracy has been a shining example to the world of what we can all aspire to. And we owe it to the brave people who have fought and died to protect this great nation and save democracy. And we owe it to our future generations to continue the fight. So there's Morgan Freeman working for Rob Reiner in league with longtime war enthusiasts in Washington like David Frum and Max Boot telling us we're at war. So when does the bombing start exactly? We sat down with Rob Reiner to ask him that question. Watch. So we're at war. How would you respond if President Trump took you seriously and sent the B-52s to St. Petersburg or blockaded the Gulf of Finland. How would, would you support what? that? Uh, it's no, a love well, check. when we say we're at war, we're talking about a cyber war. Uh, it, it, it's, it doesn't make that clear. It just says we're, Morgan Freeman, who everyone trusts, his voice, you know, evokes <laughs> immediate trust in everyone. We're at war. So, but you don't really believe we're at war. Why are you saying it then? Well, because if cyber warfare, uh, you know, the Internet and, and cyber tools uh, attack the democracy, which is what they did. But shouldn't you say somewhere in there, we're not really at war. I mean, we're just kind of taking creative license. We're just trying to get you all pumped up. But it's not really war. Like, we shouldn't respond as you would as if you were in a war. Why not just say that so you don't confuse people? I mean, the, the thing that I've always uh, felt cyber warfare, uh, you know, the Internet. Is... Right. I mean, a couple of things. First, you've aligned yourself one. with people like Max Boot and David Frum who have long advocated for real wars, hot wars. Both of them were big advocates of the war in Iraq, predicated on the idea that Saddam had weapons of mass destruction. I think you made a movie, uh, actually, on that subject that's coming out later this month, taking the other side. But are you a little bit concerned you've wound up linked to people who are advocating and have over decades a series of actual wars where people die? Are you comfortable with that? Well, we have, you know, we have people from on all sides. I mean, there's Norm Orenstein. We have uh, James Clapper, who is the Same. Uh, director of, of national intelligence. And there are many supporters. Norman Lear is a So who's who of douchebags that he's like, well, we've got all these other people. Norman Lear, <laughs> Clapper. <laughs>
I mean, Morgan Freeman's getting my vote at this point. <laughs> Supporter, we have liberals and uh, hawks and doves, as 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 you say, right. on, on both sides. So we're not. No, would you say fine people on both sides, Rob Reiner? Mr. Anti-Trump, is that kind of what it is? Uh, hawks and doves, as, as, as you say, right. on, on both sides. So we're not advocating uh, going to war or going oh, to a say traditional war with Russia. Okay. But. But. <laughs> yeah, that's the clip. Um, it's, Reiner has been an activist and, a, and just kind of an all-around creep, uh, mover and shaker. He's probably one of the biggest like Hollywood-type political guys as far as his connections and everything he's He's always trying to do like, like, like where you see shoulder to shoulder, like Tucker just said there, and he agreed with it with Clapper, Mueller, uh, Brennan, Norman Lear, uh, just all the neocons and neolibs and shit libs throughout the <laughs> everywhere in DC. Uh, but yeah, that's my one Reiner clip for now. He's just a weird kind of, and, and he's just like, if you ever get on his Twitter page, it's absolutely insane. Um, just, 20 tweets a day about how Trump needs to be in jail and the insurrection, and that's pretty much all he talks about. He almost sounded like a, well, a warmonger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a cheesemonger, at least. Well, <laughs> lardmonger. Yeah. Uh, Lard of war. Oh, actually, I do have this ISO from... Uh, Lard of war. <laughs> let's see how... I might, I might do this quickie. Shit. Let's see where it's at. Uh... Oh. Oh yeah, it's here's just um just a bonus clip real quick just cuz I think this will To understand what's at stake in the Go January 6th investigation. So, this is MSNBC. Actually, you know what? I'll just play the ISO. I'll just play the ISO. M5MBC. I'll just play the ISO of it because you'll get the idea. It's like instead of playing the 15 seconds if I can find the ISO, it's the same thing because it's just this guy basically reading Rob Reiner's tweets on MSNBC and even the MSNBC host is like, "Why are you tweeting all this?" What prompted you to to tweet that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm done with Reiner for now. We can move on. <laughs> what prompts anybody to tweet like anything? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but now I can, right. do, I can do this good combo, too. Let's see. What prompted you to, to tweet that? I was going to tweet this, too. Maybe I should. Yeah. Yeah, keep that shit on your, on your board, because that works even, like, for guests that say something stupid, like, play it right now. <laughs> what prompted you to, to tweet that? Exactly. <laughs> Ideal. Oh, God. Followed by right. this. We're going to chip you out whether you like it or not. I'm never going to agree with you. You drive me crazy. <laughs> Next time right. we'll just have a full show of just clips. <laughs> yeah. Arguments with clips. Okay, so... Um, Wasn't that every other abs in a six-pack? Yeah. Was Reiner talking about uh, uh, Liz Warren? Because she said this. Russia's really good. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's, right, driving somebody has somebody has called me over thirty times and left ten voicemails, and they all seem to be blank. So I don't know what's going on here. It's my butt. <laughs> somebody's <laughs> the butt. What? Hey, that's show content. Play them all. I, there's no. It's, oh. there's, it's all silent. It's all Bemrose's bots. Bemrose, call <laughs> off your own. Wait, uh, here's somebody, here's somebody actually coughing. I guess. Or using a table saw. That's I'm like sure. some some heavy sexual breathing there. Yeah. All right. Well, the phone lines are open now, so phone lines we, are open, and I am dropping the pole, baby. The pole. Listen dropping to that Lionel Richie song, uh, "Sexual Breathing." 
<laughs> sexual, sexual breathing, breathing is good for us. Breathing. Yeah, hell yeah. Isn't that Marvin? Marvin. But yeah, oh, give Marvin. Us a, give us yeah, a call. It's 865-465-6271. Go to at Lavish and Ogenda Social. Vote on the poll. Um, yeah, get right. in there. Get in there. Drop your line. Go Pokemon. Go to the polls even. Vote early. If you're not done, do it. Take Chicago a look at way. Lavish's poll. <laughs> Check it out. Gaze upon it. Caller, you're on the air. You liking Rob Reiner or Rachel Maddow? Which uh, ugly guy is is more of a douche? Um, this is a tough one. Like the last one, I had an answer for, and this one, it's like I have to call you so I can so I can talk it out. Okay. Talk it out, caller. So let's Rachel let's Maddow. go through your process here. We're following along. Okay. I got my pen and paper. All right. So, like, Rachel Maddow has a show. She's relevant. She looks like Stephen <laughs> Colbert. Or Stephen looks like her. There, There's a bunch of celebrities that look like her. I recently I saw Kevin Bacon. She looks like her. Or he looks like her. She looks. She, anyway, Bacon looks like Mac Maddow. Um, and, and Rob Renner looks literally like Bacon. Well, yeah, that's Mad <laughs> Cow, because that's what they make Bacons out of. Okay, I yeah. have one correction. She's on MSNBC. She is not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Okay, that's true. That's true. But somebody's got to be watching it. She's relevant in her own mind. I think Adam Curry watches it, and that's about think, it. Yeah, Pete, the only people that watch MSNBC and CNN are people that use it for clips to make fun of them, I think, at this point. <laughs> that's like how they get most of their numbers, and people in airports and nursing homes. Yeah. So, okay, so maybe she isn't relevant. I mean, like, okay, so Rob Reiner, like, he did, um, he's Meathead in, uh, what was it, um, uh, Anyway, some show that's not on the air anymore. And now, well, caller, and then, you can't uh, uh, you can't you can't properly convince me of your points of view if you're not crying. <laughs> what what about sneezing? Would that do? <laughs> sneezing and crying. Maybe I'm shitting crying. and coming. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't didn't he do uh, that that movie the? Um, with the band, with the made-up band. Oh, oh this Spinal is Spinal Tap. Tap. Yep. Yeah, he's done Spinal actually a lot Tap. of decent movies. He played... Um, he's made some great films, I, I will admit. Yeah. He played uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's dad in Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. What I thought you were going to oh, say okay. Pizza the Hut in Spaceballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pizza. More sending that for you. He's got a lot of time on his hands. You know, he's like he's on Twitter... And he's watching, he's probably sitting around and watching CNN. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I'm going to look at his IMDb real, or maybe I should just go look at his Twitter page, honestly. Let's see. Either one. And then, we should put and it on then, a South Park episode. Spoilers. His dad was um, a great, great comic, comedy legend. So, that, you know, it's the nepotism of Hollywood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Acting dynasties, color. They're real. They are. They are real. Whoa, he's directing Spinal Tap 2. That doesn't mean they're not 
Oh, did he make Smile Tap? It's in pre-production. That movie so doesn't need a sequel. It's in pre-production. That is the last movie that needs a sequel. It's in pre-production. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I think I think that's who I'd vote for is uh, Rob Reiner. All right. So yeah. Well, All it's right. pretty co- it's pretty close, okay. caller. Oh okay. Well, uh, what? you guys go into the show. Have well, thank you, caller. Oh, oh thank it's, caller. it's time for the timer, isn't it? 30 seconds, caller. Love you, caller. Bye-bye. Love you, caller. Love you, caller. Keep crying, caller. Stay out of trouble, caller. Hey, caller, stay out of trouble. Go to school. Go to the library. Or get in trouble. What do we care? We're not your parents. But what are her parents going to do? House shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. I, I love you. Jank. Jank. Your plastic right. Three. Two. And the winner is one. Chunk Yogurt. <laughs> Chunky Yogurt. Uh, the biggest douche of all. Dude, how, oh is, how do you even say that? Rittenhouse shot somebody because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. What? That's just like, I heard from a friend about this whole event. <laughs> I didn't watch any of the massive amounts of footage of the event. That's it's not I have friends who are plastic bags. Well, we got we got time for one more call real quick. Caller, you're on the Los air. Los Angeles. <laughs> Is, Caller, are you going to you gonna sexually breathe at me? Sexual breathing? Oh, my God. Cut off this caller. Yeah, brother, I really want to hear what you have to say, but it's weird. Like, it's like you're moving the phone away or putting it into your shirt or something. Oh, you, you know, the lewd phone dear. calls work better if you're sexually attractive. I don't want to take calls. All right. <laughs> yeah, talking about a call, a call girl. Okay, uh, we we have officially concluded the final bit of round one. Oh, shit. 24 people voted, which was which we got to pump those numbers up, people. I want to see Rookie at least numbers. 30 people voting. Uh, but with oh, shit, 54, I forgot my butt. <laughs> oh god damn it! Fifty four percent of the vote goes to Slob Reiner. No, congratulations! 50, when can I come? Rob, douchebag. Rob Reiner, douchebag. Rob, that was a close one. That was a tight one. That was even. That was almost as tight as the fifty fifty. We this one's. There's last one had a lot of blowouts. This one there haven't really been really any blowouts. It's been good. good now, yes, you are tight like a tiger. I, I'm still the only one to have the privilege of having lost with zero percent of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even do that? I picked because a real picked badass, James Brown, <laughs> yeah. James Brown. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Fuck you, lavish." James Brown's the man. Zero <laughs> percent for you, yeah. douchebag. Well, I don't mean to burst your bubble or anything, but James Brown is the man. He is the man. I love you James are Brown. Garbage. Or at least he's a place man. of love. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that concludes round one. Yeah. Unless you want to play round out, one. Get a Rachel Maddow send-off clip before we go to round two. Round uh, two. Sure. I'll do a. I'll do a Maddow uh, send-off clip. Uh, please play Maddow three. Women have it rough. Because <laughs> they get because of the emails they yeah, get. Yeah, they or? do. Because they get the email, <laughs> the positions we put them in. Well, let's talk about this this documentary that bad. is on uh, on television. Is that is that Dory from Finding Nemo? He's yeah, that is. Yeah. Well, Wallaby Way, Sydney. 
It's keep from swimming. her show, Just yeah. Keep Swimming. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about this this documentary that is on uh, on television tonight that I saw months ago called Misrepresentation, which is uh, I think important for for everyone to watch, especially women, especially uh, mothers who have uh, daughters, because and and really anyone who has children. I think everyone should watch this. It's it's fascinating when you watch this documentary and you're a part of this and uh, speak about that. Well, it's it's about the way that media um, doesn't treat women all that fairly, but recently media has gotten really specifically hypersexual about the way that women are treated. Women are always sort of portrayed in Very really hypersexual recently. and sometimes <laughs> hyperviolent ways. Um, in a way that I think... Hyperviolent? Yeah. Like the lady yeah. in the red dress. I'm just... I thought she was talking about how news women are portrayed and I'm just trying to think, like, how does a news woman... It's like... Have you seen Megyn Kelly's legs? They're violent. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like imagining Roger Ailes just coming out on live TV and just beating the shit out of Megyn Kelly. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> cross those legs like, the other way. <laughs> I want a clarification though. Did you say news women or nude women? Because the very idea of Rachel Maddow nude is kind of making me vomit a little bit. Ooh. Way that media um, doesn't treat women all that fairly, but recently media has gotten really specifically hypersexual about the way that women are treated. Women are always sort of portrayed in really hypersexual and sometimes hyperviolent ways, um, in a way that I think is is something new. Like the last decade, it's been new, mm-hmm. and it's uh, video games have sort of made it worse. Um, but also, oh, it's just the God. way that our culture Fuck represents you, women lady. now, and how that. Uh, gives girls tunnel vision about douche. what are okay ways to be. Right. Um, and so it's the cool thing about the documentary is it talks to a lot of women who have broken outside of those stereotypes and succeeded on different grounds um, in different ways that They're women... They're all ugly. Different ways that women can be powerful <laughs> that aren't just about what you look like. Right. It's cool. It, it's an amazing documentary. I really recommend it. And you have been uh, picked on for the way you dress or look and people... You've gotten a lot of hate mail, right? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I, it's one of the things I talk about in the film. I've... Ever since even just being in local radio, I've always had sort of like 14, a constant 14% of the feedback that I get is hate mail. So I've local radio, national radio, national TV, big time national TV. I always get 14% hate mail, but a hundred percent of that, that 14% hate mail is about what I look like. I hate you. Not because of what you said or some argument or some position that you have, but I hate you because, you know, you're Rachel Mad Cow. Because you look like a cow. Or, uh, you know, or you're, Rachel you're Rachel, but I'm going to call you him. It's the same joke every time. If there's one thing that, like, I don't want my hate mail to go away. I sort of love it. I just, I want new hate mail. I want it to be about something other than me being mad. Just yourself while she reads her email. I want new. Well, I, I wish getting, you didn't get any. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wish you didn't pay attention to it, too. I, I'm sure I... To do what? If she's not getting any hate mail at all for what she's saying, then somebody's filtering her fucking mail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 14% of her mail is hate mail, but 100% of that 14% is about her looks. And that's from her producers. 60% <laughs> it works 100% of the time. New Every hate time. mail. I want it to be about something other than me being mannish and cow-like. I just, I want new. Well, I, I wish you didn't get any. I mean, yeah. I, I wish you didn't pay attention to it, too. I, I'm sure I get it. I don't pay attention to it because I hate even having that energy in me. But yeah. you don't deserve it. You're a very, very intelligent oh, um, person. And uh, we need you on television. Thank you. We really do. <laughs> thank you. You're a very, very, very intelligent um, person. I think you're a person. Um, um, what's the word? <laughs> So we have two women who are both individually paid millions of dollars a year 
to not be sexualized in any way, shape, or form, uh, complaining about how hypersexualized the industry is. Wait, wait, was was the bimbo voice that was talking to Rachel in that one? That wasn't Kasparian, was it? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> you didn't recognize Dory? I'm trying not to. That was, yeah. that was Ellen. That was the that was the woman that bravely interviewed Jesus Campos for his first and only appearance on the internet after he the, he was the only guy to see Stephen Paddock alive at the Vegas shooting, and he goes and Ellen was like staring him in the face and goes, "You're going to talk about this once, and you're not going to talk about it again, right?" I gotta admit, Damn. after a while, every retarded news model kind of all blends into each other. <laughs> I mean, Ellen. I noticed how Rachel she was talking about just media does that, not news media, not television media. But media, so books, paintings, uh, she pencil went out of her sketches, way to blame video just games. media. Like media. All people the drawing the sticks too. in the sand are <laughs> hyper, hypersexualized. There was no hypersexualization. You never yeah. draw pictures of boobies when no. you were a kid. That's hypersexualization of women. Those two circles with little circles on the inside, hypersexual and violent. Hypersexualization yep. of stick figures. I, yeah. I love being a social justice warrior. I bet you do. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, round well, that right two. there. That right there makes her a candidate for this show. <laughs> <laughs> round two. All right. Semifinals. Yeah. Semifinals. Let's do it. All right. All right. Are so we... Shia LaBeouf versus. At the versus... top of this one, we got Shia LaBeouf versus Adam Conover. So go ahead, Shia oh. LaBeouf. We're going oh, back to the booth. I, I don't know if I can handle going back to the booth. The booth. Because you spent all your clips, didn't oh. you? And I did not spend all my clips. But you I almost got, I did if two. I hadn't have stopped you. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Do you have Jesus. a redemption code? I. <laughs> there is no redemption for me. I'm sorry. Um. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and yourself. start with uh with with further talking shit about uh people that he works with and just you know what kind of a person is this guy when the camera's not rolling? Um. Let's just go right into clip twenty two. And I'm sorry for the music. Shia LaBeouf. For a guy who got his start playing the adorable lead in Disney's Even Stevens, Shia LaBeouf sure has shed any presumption of innocence in the years since. LaBeouf made his way to the big screen in a big way shortly after the show ended, with major blockbusters like Constantine, iRobot, and, of course, the Transformers franchise, which kicked his career straight into the stratosphere. After he reached such great heights, though, things changed very quickly, and bizarrely. Shia started taking more avant-garde roles and staged a bunch of strange publicity stunts, like wearing a paper bag that said, I am not famous anymore, and filming (laughs) himself watching all of his own movies in a row. Clearly, he wanted the world to take him seriously, but his penchant for Fucking weird antics and over-the-top method acting has begun to rub people the wrong way. He's- Appa- uh, I hate to pause it, but that just reminded me before I forget. Apparently, Charlie Sheen would do that same thing. He would, like, smoke crack and in the movie theater just watch, like, Apocalypse Now over and over and then watch all his movies. And, uh- I can't even I can't even watch Apocalypse Now once. But <laughs> maybe that's because of Rob Reiner. Was Reiner involved in that? No I don't. Way. I don't know. Maybe just no thinking way. about Rob Reiner made me hate the movie. I don't know. <laughs> Watching all of his own movies in a row. Clearly, he wanted the world to take him seriously, but his penchant for weird antics and over-the-top method acting has begun to rub people the wrong way. He's even gotten into fist fights with at least two of his co-stars, with Tom Hardy on the set of 2012's Lawless and again after punching Brad Pitt on 2014's war epic Fury. In both cases, his co-stars <laughs> let it slide where the public was concerned. Because Shia's got this weird little 
left uppercut. You got to stay away from. You got to watch that one. But the production on Lawless also saw LaBeouf guzzling actual bottles of moonshine to get into character and carving his name into Mia Veshikovska's dressing room door. LaBeouf might not want to be famous anymore, but he's quickly becoming infamous. Wow. See, what that clip really tells me is that Brad Pitt is a fucking class act. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, no shit. And, like, fucking carving your initials into your co-star's changing room door? What the fuck? <laughs> have you seen the scene? Have you seen Lawless with, with him and uh, and Hardy? And, and there's the scene where he does get liquored, and he's in, like, a church. And, and apparently, could, according to that report, he was actually liquored when he did it. He was. You could tell. Watching the movie, you could you could tell that guy was absolutely... I don't know. You're chugging like moonshine, Tom. and it's real moonshine. It doesn't take long before you're, like, alcohol poisoning level drunk. No. no. And I like Tom Hardy, so maybe I should watch the movie, but, man, I hate the fucking... It's Love actually Bluth. a good movie. I like the movie. Okay. I'll take your uh, word for it. I think Shia LaBeouf, like, removed a tooth for it. And then had it put back in after the movie. Was it one of his Jesus own? Christ. Yeah, one of his teeth. So he's doing like, like method acting to the level of like what Jim Carrey did when he played. No, no, um, if you're removing your teeth, that's more like meth acting. Nice. <laughs> 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 okay, I got I got one more I want to play. And uh, this is, I tried to intro this earlier. You stopped me and it's probably best that you did. But uh, it was, uh, July 2017, Savannah, Georgia, he was he drunk as fuck. And asked a cop for a cigarette. And uh, just go ahead and play clip six. No, we can't talk nothing. I'm not. I'm not I'm going to America. Okay. I'm paying my taxes. Get the off my arms. So, so we're not gonna have a conversation. No. Okay. You gonna put these off my arms, or you be? Why does he sound like he has such a southern accent there? Am I the only one noticing <laughs> that? Because he's a gangster. Because he was meth acting in Savannah. <laughs> you gonna put these off my arms, or you be? Fighting for it. You got a president that don't give a shit about you, and you stuck in a police force that don't give a shit about you. Yeah, so you want to arrest black, white people who give a shit, who I, ask for cigarettes? I should remind you, the cop is black. The cop is black, and he's talking about how Trump doesn't care about him. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, how the police force doesn't care about you. Oh, God, man. All right, I'll back it up. Oh, again. my. You stuck in a police force that don't give a about you. So you want to arrest black, white people who give a f- who ask for people cigarettes? People black. Did you yeah. see that? <laughs> I came up to you trying to be nice, you stupid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Winning the hearts and minds. Nice, you stupid. I came up to you trying to be nice, you stupid fuck. Classic. Every That's cop because- should be greeted as such. He firmly believes <laughs> that black cops are are trodden on, and therefore this is how he. Lifts them up. <laughs> oh my god. Dumb man. fuck. <laughs> dumb fuck. A rising tide, you dumb fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well. I, I, nice. I, I guess you got a wrong. president who doesn't give a boof about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to shy away from it. I'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, where are we at here now? Uh, next, it's, is, that, uh, is that it for you? Adam Connor. Yeah, I think that's right. it. Okay. Uh, bring, bring on the conover. Here we yeah. go. So, uh, <laughs> Adam Conover, who is ruining himself, uh, you know, he's a big fan yes, of studies. Adam ruins he, Adam. He ruins himself, yeah. you know, as we all do from time to time. But this guy does it on television. He gets paid to do it. 
And this guy is a master of studies that he doesn't quite remember, but he knows he's seen the studies somewhere. Uh, so he's very, he's very well read. Could you please play Adam Three Studies Show? First of all, is this still on Rogan? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's I think this be. is still from Rogan. First of all, it's not wrong to be concerned about children, and there's a reason this is the most intense part of this conversation, and I think it's. Correct. Right. Because we're all very concerned about children. Right. But I do want to say, first of all, I, I don't think it's correct that trans people, if they don't receive hormones from an, from a young age, they simply become gay men because I know well, it happens very often. I, I, I know trans people. See if people. you can find that because it was a big article that was written about that recently where they were talking about whether or not gender confirmation surgery and hormone blockers on young children is ethical because of this fact. And this was what they were talking about where people at one point in time wanted to be trans and they listed several famous examples and then as they became older just decided to be gay, including women who wanted to be men who just became gay women. And I think, what's that girl's name that was in John those Wick? called lesbians, John. Ruby Rose. <laughs> she was one of those. She wanted well, so to look, be trans when she was younger, and now she's just a gay woman. So look, I, 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 know, I know quite a few uh, trans folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And right. I have to be honest, none of the ones that I know were, I don't know any trans women personally who were gay men up until they transitioned, right? Um, I know quite a few wait, wait, trans women who were straight men. trans women right? who are gay men? Who were right, gay I'm men up before they transitioned? Oh, were, were. But that's not okay. even kind of what Joe's getting at. I think he's getting I, no, at the opposite. No, that's not even close to what Joe asked. But yeah, I, I heard him say, "I don't know any trans women who are gay men." Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's um, probably true. I don't either. Few uh, trans folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and. I have to be honest, none of the ones that I know were, I don't know any trans women personally who were gay men up until they transitioned, right? Um, I know quite a few trans women who were straight men, right? Um, or who, you know, lived their lives as presented as straight men, right? Mm-hmm. And then transitioned, right? Um, as and for, often become lesbians, uh, very odd. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's one of the ways yeah. that people can be. I, I really recommend that. Um, oh, the, the other thing I was going to say is that I do know also among the trans folks that I know are the trans people who speak about this that I've heard, so many of them say, I wish I had access. I knew this about myself at a very young age, and I mm-hmm. wish to God that I had that we had I had had the ability to receive you know these hormones at a young age. My life would be so much better. And I, I'm not going to argue with those folks. You know, I wouldn't argue with those and, folks either. But you have to address the fact that there are people that have gone through transition surgery and said, "I wish to God that I never did this." There's a uh, lot of those people too. So if you're looking for anecdotal evidence and you want to be objective, you kind of have to. Look I'm sure at both we sides can. I'm sure we can find the anecdotes. Um, I'm very curious, and this is what I. Go consult my friend uh, or my recent me. interview subject, Brent Tannehill's uh, work on this to see how many uh, see how many are in each group, right? And which 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 sets of these folks are the outliers? I think the folks that you're talking about are probably the outliers, but I can't you know uh, confirm that. All uh, surgeries have potential have costs, no however, according to a Swedish study of 324 patients. Three forty-one percent of whom were born female. Surgery was associated with considerably higher risk for mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity than the general population. So that's people who got the surgery. I am 
curious. Wait, three point four one percent of them. I, I mean, the de- the devil of this is in the details, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because how much is the is the higher risk? What does it mean? Three point one percent of the who are born female. Well, but, some of them were born female, and the other ones were born male. The let, males that transition to females is what it's saying. It's only saying a small percentage the of them genders? were born female yeah. that transitioned to male, but the larger percentage was males who transitioned to female, and that the surgery that they received was associated with considerably higher risks for mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity than the general population. Sure. So that's not healing them. That's saying that having that surgery is associated with higher risks of mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity. But it also says above, following surgery, patients report lower gender dysphoria and improved sexual relationships. Right, right? before so we're they talking kill about, themselves, everything's awesome? Well, this isn't saying that people are killing themselves. You know, well, you're, uh, looking for a, you're looking for something well, that confirms uh, also, a previously also, let me, l- l- established opinion that you have. and as are you you know i mean we're, we're, we're looking of. at this I'm and just we, we should be we should be you know we should always be careful of drawing too much from you know a single study and like mm-hmm. look at it widely yeah. right oh God. oh we don't want to look at studies too hard no no we <laughs> you know you know we shouldn't be drawing from any study that that refutes what i already decided is true yeah i'm wondering yeah. when zahi hawass transitioned into a uh, adam Conover. Yeah. I got to point out the... <laughs> no the proof. Room, Please say so. The troll room has just been going crazy with right, 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 right. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Oh, oh man. man. This guy. Whoa. Too much. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I can't really quite remember the studies, but any studies that you show me in detail, we can't really trust those studies. We can only trust the studies that I kind of maybe saw yeah. sometime. We, we can't trust friends. any studies you've seen. We can only trust the studies that I claim I've seen. <laughs> My favorite was that one you played in the Super Sudden Death where Rogan asks him like a point bank blank question and he just pauses for a minute and goes, wait, what are you asking? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that famous Bill Gates clip where he's he's uh, he's under investigation for uh, anti-competition practices of some manner this is i think in the late 90s for windows yeah, and i'm sure yeah. that maybe uh sir bemrose has has an opinion on this because he, he of did, course uh, i have an opinion it's a topic isn't it yes well you worked in that sphere for a little bit uh and there there was like a there was a there was a big investigation and he answers all these questions like that he, he was taught by the ceo of um ibm or something took him under his wing and kind of taught him how to how to weasel his way out of uh certain things when, when lawyers are involved and he, he would do the same thing and be like, so you're saying that you came in and you bought these guys out and you, you fucking crushed them. And, and Bill Gates would be like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that question? I don't like, understand what you mean by that. Question. I mean, fuck yeah, I did, but, but give me a way to weasel out of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh God. Billy boy. Oh, Billy. I oh, hate Bill Gates. I love Sorry. Bill Gates we already done won Gates, one of these shows. No, Let's Gretchen. not bring him back. Cretched one uh, got Gates all the way to the end. It was Bill Nye versus That's Bill right. Gates, and Cre- and Cretched took it with Gates. Crushed right. it. Crushed um, it. Okay, so now we're on to. Uh, oh wait, no, we're opening the phone lines, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, we are, and I'll, I'll drop my poll on you. All right. Yeah. This is this is the poll where everybody votes for Shia Labouf. Labouffin. Boof it. All so right, we a, we're dropping it in the. 
Black rights activist versus hair boy activist. Lavish, sometimes I love you, but I'll deny it if you repeat that. <laughs> well, it's not like this is being recorded or anything, so you're yeah. okay. Good. Uh, All right. Great stuff. So, so we're now we're up. Uh, Jesus Christ, Sir Seed Sitter! I cannot wait until we have eight champions to go head to head in it's our ultimate douchebag. Oh my God! Round we're off. getting there. We're with this. We're five now. We're officially five of the eight. So, all right. Um, we're getting there, man. We're looking at that phone number. It's eight six five four six five six two seven one. Give us a call eight six five four six five six two seven one. Go follow Lavish at Lavish at No Agenda Social. Vote on the poll. Shiloh Buffer, for Adam Conover. Or Adam Con artist. That's right. I like to. Adam Con getting down to crunch time, people. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Adam Boofing. Con's over Baghdad. Black right. <laughs> Con's over Baghdad. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm trying. I was the trying to be nice, you stupid are... fuck. You know who that reminded me of? It right. It reminded me of uh, Michael Rapaport yelling at a seagull. <laughs> oh my! You know what it reminded me of was De Niro. I don't know yeah. why. Uh, stupid, stupid fuck. fuck. Caller, you're on the air. I was trying to be nice to you, you stupid fuck. How you doing? <laughs> I cannot stand Adam Conover. This guy, <laughs> this guy is the pinnacle of just shoving your foot so far down your throat. You start spitting up a little bit, and it's coming out the sides of your mouth. You're just kind of like drilling all over yourself, you know? Coughing up toenails. He's got a president that doesn't give a fuck about you. I was about to say his hair is a pinnacle. So I would, uh, I gotta see, I gotta see Adam and Ethan. I gotta see that matchup. No, he's not that bad. He, oh. Adam and Ethan? Adam versus Rob Reiner? Dude, I mean, Adam Conover's bad, but he's at least has has good takes once in a while. Like, like Ethan Klein has never had a good take in his life. Indubitably, I like. I'll be I honest. I liked the uh, Adam ruins everything where they debunk trophy hunting and actually talk about how trophy hunting is the only thing keeping those animals from going extinct, and it pissed off all the animal rights people. I, I like, I'm amazed that that. You managed to paint this guy as a douchebag without even referring to his show, which is one of the douchiest things I've ever seen in my life. Yep. You don't need to. Dude, this guy, I just <laughs> needed to find any clip at all and just start dropping the yeah. needle, dude. This guy, this guy ruins himself. So <laughs> I just realized I had taken clips of uh, Adam Ruins Everything for uh, Christmas. Adam Ruins Christmas? Oh, yeah. Adam Ruins Christmas? Like yeah, Christmas I have an 11 second clip. Let's just see what he says. Hey, you pagan freaks! My god was probably born today. Oh, that's not him. That's some little cartoon they played on his show. You sure? Because oh, that sounded just like Adam. <laughs> it was pretty close. Yeah, but if you, noticed, if you noticed in that clip, you couldn't hear his hair. So it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, his hair kind of is for like. His, I, I figured out what his hair is kind of shaped like. Ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. His hair is totally soft serve. Yeah, it's a big frosty. It's like fucking poured out of a, a machine with the, the hair he does. dye. He stands in. underneath oh. it. This guy was poured out of a machine. Jeez. Uh. Sad. Many such soft cases. Soft serve. 
<laughs> you got a president blend. who doesn't care about you? Just <laughs> uh, try to be nice, you fuck. I uh, I got something I want to present that. to the board. Yeah. Maybe for uh, episode seven, we could take previous contenders that couldn't quite make the cut for the top douchebags for their respective episodes. We could maybe like oh, like a losers low end douches. Thirty seconds. Yeah. Uh, so, well, so you're saying the person that got second place in the final round can come back, maybe. That could work, or maybe it's like a fan favorites. Maybe oh, we do like a text in phone line or something. I'm not sure. I was a couple thinking of different ways we could. I was. I was ten seconds. Thinking, I, I was after uh, after we run out of like what once we've done the douchebag douchebag battle uh, oh, of the champions. Oh, we're never going to run out of douches, you know. Makes new ones every day. We could do a we could do a every cool day guy. We could do a bracket of just cool guys and see who's the coolest guy. <laughs> that was that was the <laughs> idea that I like. We'll make a likable competition. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's way harder to find likable people than it is to find douchebags. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to no, end up actually, either. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to end up picking. Um, I mean, I'm just going to. We have brought <laughs> so many douches to we we. By we, I mean you guys, because it's the first time I'm on the show. Have brought Universal so many we. douches to battle the douchebags that, that like they were douchey as fuck, but just happened to get edged out by somebody. Maybe we do a losers bracket tournament or something. It's not a bad idea. I like <laughs> yeah. it. I got it's on the board. Well, caller, would you like to hear the results? I'd love to. Well then, topping off our first uh, part of round two, we have at sixty nine percent of the vote. No, nice. we have. Go. Adam Comover, hair boy activist. Oh, oh yeah. Hair boy activist. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Fucking GG lavish. Douchebag. <laughs> Poor shy. Couldn't squeeze out that uh that uh, minority right. vote. You know what? For with without comment, go ahead and play LeBouf out with, with clip seven. <laughs> You're a fucking bitch to the end of your days, and you live that legacy. That's what you signed up for, bitch made whore. If I have my gun, I'll blow your shit up. You're a bitch, though. So you got your shit, you do nothing. Except what, homie? Whore. Fucking bitch. Coward. (laughs) Fuck you and your legacy. You got a kid? Snap legacy. Snap legacy. For leagues. Not for years. A bitch for leagues. You're a pirate bitch. Bitch. And you put your own. Wait a minute. A pirate bitch? What do you say? A pirate bitch. Bitch for leagues. You're a pirate bitch. (laughs) Wait a minute. And you put your own kind in the fucking pen for nothing. You are a smelly pirate hooker. (laughs) You put a white man in the pen for what? Fucking bitch. For asking for a black man for a cigarette, that's your own country. I pay my taxes, you dumb bitch. You about to meet my lawyer. You about to meet my lawyer. Oh my god. You are garbage. Dirty garbage. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's the boof. A big douche, just not the biggest. Oh, he's hey, a douche all right though. The fact that you don't know what it is is not evidence 
that you know what it is. I think. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Uh, Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? <laughs> what a long, strange trip it's been. Wow! Incredible! All right, Incredible. now on to the second half of round two round semifinals. semifinals. I kind of want to go to Whore Island. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be... <laughs> I, got a, I got a boat to go catch later, y'all. See you. Thank later, you. Bye. That uh, guy's great. We should do a show together. I know. All right, we'll keep going. <laughs> if only. That's Jay fucking Inslee versus Rob Reiner. <laughs> Oh, oh God. my God! Okay, <laughs> what a matchup. Okay, Inslee, the the climatard candidate for president. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and do Inslee versus COVID. Um, there were uh, in the entire country six governors. Well, okay, you know there were forty nine governors in the country who locked down their states and fucked up the economy irreparably. Christy because Nome was of the exception. This COVID scam, huh? Wasn't Christy Nome the only one that didn't? Christy Nome's the only one who didn't. And uh, Inslee, of course, one of those 49. Uh, but he was also had a distinction, not the big distinction, but he had a distinction as one of six governors who ordered COVID patients to go into nursing homes in order to, quote, create capacity for hospitals, killing thousands of old people uh, across the country. Um, obviously, the, the bulk of the credit for this goes to Andrew Cuomo of New York, but the other other governors who followed suit and did exactly the same thing and said, if you're old and you've got COVID, go over to this place where you can spread it. Other old people uh, included Whitmer of Michigan, Newsom of California, Murphy of New Jersey, Wolf of Pennsylvania and Inslee of Washington. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a who's who of douches. Well, it's like uh, a, it's like, uh, you know, having your little kids play together when they got chicken pox. Yeah, it's it's oh, I, you've all got. You know, you're all about dead anyway. Let's just put you all together so we don't have to worry about you voting Republican. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he was, uh, understandably, he was completely fucking all in on on COVID. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's hit number 11, uh, where he, this one comes from his re-election speech and my favorite part about it is that covid and climate change were actually the same issue so here is our challenge and here's what we decided tonight the state of washington decided to continue to follow science to continue to follow science follow in the science. fight against covid <laughs> to continue to vo to follow science in the fight against climate change Following i didn't just win this election work. tonight <laughs> science won and therefore the health of our children and our grandchildren and our loved ones who are threatened today by COVID and in the long term by the, the evils of climate change. And I believe if you can reach one conclusion about the election today, we have a mandate tonight mandate. to fight climate change, to take action against climate Motherfucker change. Motherfucker won by We have a mandate tonight to fight the COVID pandemic based on the scientific principles that we embrace. And we intend to act on that mandate because Maintain. Washington's deserve Washingtonians deserve no less. Boy, I'm committed to that. Washingtons. Dude's going I need on to leave early so I can uh, get ready for my mandate with science. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my mandate! I almost forgot. I'm running late. It's... I was following science. <laughs> I, I followed yes. science home, and they called the cops for my suspicions. <laughs> we follow <laughs> the science, and then we hide in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. God. uh 
you know, that, that sounded like a, a generally very positive message. We, we follow the mandate of COVID-19. And, and I don't know if you noticed the part where he absolutely fucking seamlessly translated that into a mandate for climate change, but whatever. It's mandate, all the same, mandate, you know? but, but that was all, you know, a very positive message. It's, it's you know, 50.8% of you voted for me uh, in, in, uh, in, by the way, an all mail-in ballot. So, of course, you know, 50.8% of, of the votes were counted for me. Fine. Um, that's a mandate. That means that, you know, the, the other 49% of you, fuck you. You can go pound sand because I have a mandate to kill the economy in the name of COVID and to fight climate change, whatever the fuck that means. Okay, I, I'm getting a little worked <laughs> up over this guy. Are there no ladies in Washington Bunch State? Clowns. What about the female in ballot? I, oh. They were all male when they when they sent in their ballot. That's all I know. So he also has a darker side, though, and uh, and this is clip number nineteen, where uh, you know obviously those asshole citizens who don't want to get vaxxed are are just you know being they're the ones causing all the problems. Number nineteen. I've been told that there has been over 2,000 surgeries that have been um, uh, prevented or stopped because we don't have room for these surgeries. These are women with breast cancer, people with brain tumors, people with cardiac problems, haven't been able to get their surgery here in Spokane County because yeah, of a because very specific reason. Lock down the so- and that's people aren't getting vaccinated. So we have 2,000 people in Spokane County today who have Did you want me to pause it? No, I'm just fucking pissed at this guy. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. You're right, though. He fucking locked down all the hospitals, and then he's like, we, you guys can't get your elective surgery because you, you, well, he'll tell you why. Today, we haven't been able to get their cancer treated, for goodness sakes, because we have other thousands of people in Spokane County who haven't been willing to get this vaccine. Uh-huh. I've also heard this problem has been compounded by the fact that we have been good neighbors helping our friends in Idaho. And it's I'm told the that uh, there are as many as 30 patients a day that we're having to care for more than we typically would that are coming from Idaho. We care about it's people Idaho's lives fault. in Idaho. Oh my God. But I have to tell you, as governor of, I- of Washington, it is frustrating that uh, politicians in Idaho are not helping on this subject. Uh, and as a result, we have 16% higher vaccination rates in our state than Idaho. We have 13% higher in Spokane County than in Kootenai County. And as a result, the infection rate in Idaho is almost twice as high as it is in the state of Washington per thousand it's those citizens. In Idaho is not holding their share of the load here so that people in Spokane County can get into a hospital bed and get their surgery. Does govern Idaho cancer. now too? My breast cancer survivors deserve surgery. And they're not getting it today because politicians in Idaho aren't doing their job. <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> Those assholes the, the entire, concerned with their potatoes over there. The entire COVID pandemic is because of the unvaxxed in Idaho. That Their that panhandle is, is too long. That might be it. It's Makes right sense. there, right next to Washington State. How it's dare waving they get in so your fucking face. close? The potatoes spread like a virus. I'm surprised you didn't say they're crossing state lines. <laughs> like the Rittenhouse. <laughs> they let the mushroom print with their panhandle across the cheek of Washington. Did you guys know? Which cheek? 
Did mm-hmm. you guys know that Rittenhouse crossed state lines? Rittenhouse shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. Okay. You know what? I <laughs> I shouldn't I shouldn't continue, but uh but fuck this. How about Inslee versus the Second Amendment? Yeah. Uh in in 2012, his first year as governor, he uh instituted a ban on the personal private sales of firearms. The potato um, guns from Idaho. Those, yeah, it's because of all those those unregistered Idaho guns or something. And uh you, you know, so you have to in Washington, you have to go through a registered dealer. Uh, in 2016, he put strict restrictions on semi-automatic rifles. In 2016, he also uh, raised the age from 18 to 21, which was clearly unconstitutional at the time, but the Supreme Court's in his pocket, um, the Washington Supreme Court. Uh, in 2022, only a few months ago, he banned all magazines in Washington over 10 rounds. Um, and... Uh, I, actually, you know, the Inslee versus Second Amendment, the best clip I'm going to use to trigger this is one with him and somebody whose voice you'll recognize. Uh, let's go with 74, the, the pistol packing teachers. Now, I know that you have suggested arming our teachers. And no, I just no, I no, just, not your teachers, not your, arming okay. a small portion that are very gun adept that truly know how to handle. Because so I, have, I do feel, Governor, it's very important. That gun-free zones, you have a gun-free zone, it's like an invitation for these very sick people to go there. I do think that there has to be some form of major retaliation if they're able to enter a school. And if that happens, you're not going to have any problems anymore because they're never going to the school. You're never going to have a problem. So it would just be a very small group of people that are very gun adept. Anyway, go ahead. Governor. If I may respond to that, let me just suggest whatever percentage it is. I heard at one time you might have suggested 20%. Whatever percentage it is, speaking as a grandfather, right. I have listened to the people who would be affected by that. I have listened to the biology well, teachers, and they don't want to do that at any percentage. I have listened to the mm-hmm. first-grade mm-hmm. teachers that don't want to be pistol-packing first-grade teachers. I have listened to law enforcement who have said they don't want to have to train teachers as law enforcement agencies, which takes about six months. Now, I just serious? think this is a well, circumstance where we need to listen, that educators should educate, and they should not be foisted upon this responsibility of packing heat in first grade classes. Now, I understand you have suggested this and holding we guns suggest sideways. things, and sometimes then we listen to people <laughs> about it. And maybe they don't look so good a little later. So I just suggest we need a little less tweeting here, a little more listening, and let's just oh, take Jesus. that off the table and move forward. What prompted you to, to tweet oh. that? <laughs> that, by the way, most dismissive bullshit ever. Let's just take that off the table and move forward. He just knows that cops don't want to train teachers. Exactly. If, wait, well, is it just old. cops that run the uh, shooting ranges there? Yeah, apparently, no. Yeah, you know, nobody knows how to teach anybody. Like, not David Metis or anything. No, nobody no. can teach but cops. Oh, what's this gun? How that, do I use this? Wait, I, don't I don't recall them saying they were going to force people to have a handgun too. Like, take this fucking thing. No, it, it, the the other voice on that, which you may or may not have recognized as Donald Trump, was like. Only the people who want to take pistols take them. But no, that's that's unreasonable. As There's a school district um, close by to me that has a sign saying that the teachers are, quote, packing heat. You know how many school shootings they've had there? I'm betting Less it's not Evaldi. Yeah, big fat yeah. goose egg. Well, ju- judging by <laughs> the, the biology teacher that, that Jay fucking Inslee talked to, uh, they want 0% of teachers to be packing heat. Also, by the way, I, if, if we were choosing a show title, which we're not, 
Um, I think pistol packing first grade teachers is is a good candidate. <laughs> pack and eat, dude. Pistol pack first grade. Pistol Pete, pack and heat. Uh, wow. I'm serious. Uh, all right. Pistol packing uh, persons. Wow. Well, uh, if we're ready, I guess Rob Reiner. Unless you got anything else on on Jay fucking Inslee there. Oh, I've got a ton more, but I we're we're running out of time. I, yeah. Just give me more beers. I will keep ranting about this guy until your blood pressure is raising my blood pressure. <laughs> Clip well, sixty seven. Speaking of Jay raised Inslee. blood, speaking of high blood pressure, Rob Reiner. Uh, now I'm looking at tobaccofreekids.org. The headline here is Rob Reiner to serve as chairman of 1999 Youth Advocates of the Year Awards celebration, and he spearheaded the um, Tobacco Free Kids, and he was the guy that Rob Reiner, as far as like prominent people that were pushing this and, and spent like a decade or more trying to get smoking to end it, under the guise of protecting children, but really just because he's always is and always has been, even since the 90s, a big government. A uh, guy that likes telling people what to do. And um, I have actually, um, well, I mean, he's the reason that uh, a lot of states have, un- well, not just him, but his organization, the people he aligns himself with, are a lot of the reason you can't smoke in bars in certain states anymore. Uh, you can't smoke at restaurants anymore. There's no smoking sections. He was one of the, he was definitely the most prominent person as far as celebrities go back in that whole movement. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I have actual audio here. You won't be able to see the footage, but here's actual audio of uh, Rob Reiner. He visited a uh, small town in Colorado, and uh, this is uh, Rob Reiner smoking uh, first clip. I don't understand it. I pushed a law for higher taxes on cigarettes. I lobbied to get images of cigarettes removed from movies and art. I forced smokers out of bars and parks. But still I get letters from parents saying their kids are doing it. Apparently, people still don't understand how bad smoking is for them. Don't they know how dangerous it is to their health? Don't they know the hazard of secondhand smoke? But according to the letter, sir, the town has a tobacco company quite near them. Yeah, that must be it. The tobacco companies, with their millions of dollars and their slick desks and fancy buildings, they're the ones making children want to smoke. Everyone's hurting our nation's health. So what you're not seeing there is he's at the top of a he's skyscraper, a bag of chips a, or something. Yeah, and he's he's eating, he's eating, literally in that in that uh, 50 second clip or however long that was. For in that 45 second clip, he pounds like three separate cheeseburgers. What's your thought? I'm gonna take. So then he gets uh, you know the the boys to they get caught smoking, so they have to go like basically on a field trip with Rob Reiner, and Rob Reiner is trying to use them to take down the tobacco company. Once you're inside, I'm going to take photos, and then we'll publish them saying that the tobacco company invited you over to seduce you into smoking. Got it? Got it. But isn't that kind of lying? We're just leveling out the playing field. The tobacco companies lie to you about the dangers of smoking. If we're going to take them down, we've got to lie right back. Okay, honest question here. Who's your douchebag, Rob Reiner or Trey Parker? <laughs> is this is this considered <laughs> cheating because it's not actually Rob Reiner? <laughs> I don't know. It's is about well, I don't know. I brought in Anna as as my person to talk about Shia, so maybe. <laughs> well, uh 
this is obviously a character. Things, this so, is a character you know. and a caricature and an exaggeration, but he actually did do all this stuff. I just don't have. I couldn't find really great clips of him being anti-smoking. Um, but he, I mean, other than just cramming cheeseburgers down his throat, he's he's. Um, and I like cigarettes, so I'm. That's a pet peeve of mine that people would try to take that away. Luckily, Especially Jesse, kids, because I had my first cigarette at eleven. I <laughs> fucking hate cigarettes, and I also get really triggered when people try to take them away. The law should not be involved in personal choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're uh, they're sitting at the bar, and all of a sudden, Rob Reiner kind of starts looking around and and smelling, and he's like, and he realizes somebody in the bar is smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Oh my god! Like on the other side of the room. <laughs> Excuse me! Yes? Would you mind putting that dead stick out? But uh, this is a bar. Isn't smoking illegal in bars here? Not in Colorado. Oh my it god! Is in what Washington. kind of backward hick state is this? <laughs> Thanks, Jay Ansley. Look, man, I work 14 hours a day at the sawmill. I just got off work and I need to relax. Well, when I relax, I just go to my vacation house in Hawaii. I ain't got a vacation house in Hawaii. Your vacation house in Mexico, then. Whatever it is. Look, you are putting my life and these boys' lives in danger by smoking that in here. And I'm not going to tolerate it. I will end smoking in bars in Colorado. There will be no more smoking. Isn't he awesome, you guys? What? Dude, he just goes around imposing his will on people. He's my idol. I mean, this is literally exactly what happened in Washington in 2014 when uh, smoking was banned in all quote-unquote public places, which includes within, I want to say, 50 feet of the entrance of any building. And I don't know if you've been on on a city street. So if you live in an apartment, you're fucked. Yeah, if you live in an apartment, you're fucked. If If you're anywhere in a city, like, there's no sidewalk space. You could be in the median of the fucking road, and you're within 50 feet of an entrance somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's bullshit. And I bet Reiner and Inslee kind of work together on making that happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Have you seen, have you seen the Onion movie where they ban all of smoking into like a a 20 foot by 20 foot room in Iowa, like nationwide? <laughs> Everybody, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't, but I, I believe that to be the end game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and then the when nation's... they get all the smokers in that 20 foot by 20 foot room, they just, you know, kill them all. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Nation's anti-tobacco lobby won another victory today when Congress passed legislation restricting smoking within U.S. borders to a single room in Iowa. Traffic was backed up from Nevada all the way to Iowa as smokers tried to get to the lounge. Move the car, you old fucking bitch! I shouldn't laugh, but that's smokers exactly what they fucking the want. Yeah. making the long journey to the 10 by 10 smokers lounge in Des Moines, Iowa. I drove all the way from San Francisco just to sneak a smoke in on my lunch break. I'm supposed to be back at work in 10 minutes. It's a 37-hour drive. It's fucking bullshit. In legal news... <laughs> oh, the Onion used to be good. Well, um, I'll do one more, Reiner, because uh, I, I just... Uh, let's see if I have a short one I can throw out here. Uh... I'll do. I'll just do this one. That one I pulled the ISO from. To understand what's at stake in the January sixth investigation, just read my next guest's Twitter feed. This week, Rob Reiner wrote, 
every day that goes by without Donald Trump being indicted for leading a deadly insurrection to overthrow the United States government takes us one day closer to ending our democracy. Oh, my God. Joining me now to tell me the way he sees it, actor, director and activist Rob Reiner. Rob, great to see you again. What prompted you to, to tweet that? Okay. All right. I'm done with Reiner for now. <laughs> Rob Reiner, dude. What a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. Did, can you define hyperbole? <laughs> uh, mm. That freak. I was cracking up way harder than I should have been when I did that first, when I edited that first Tucker clip and just had, <laughs> like, just cut, out, cut around him saying everything but, like, cyber and computer and... <laughs> Uh, that was way too fun. I'm gonna have to start doing more of that. All right, what's uh, what's is it poll time? Is it poll time? We're almost ready to the fine. Yeah, it's after this, it's the finals, and we're out of here. Oh my! Oh my god! Round three. Erect them polls. Round two semifinals. This one will top off round two, dropping the big old poll now. Ooh, big old poll. Big old poll. Big old meaty pole. Limp governor versus greasy non-smoker. I need to get through this door frame. Please freak me up. Caller, you're on the air. It's Abs and Six Pack Battle Douchebags Part 5 with Sir Ryan Bimrose, Lavish, and John Fletcher. Who you liking, Rob Reiner or Jay Inslee? Well, being that I just fled the communist state of Inslee, Jay fucking Inslee is by far the biggest fucking douchebag of all times. Because, you know, Rob Reiner hasn't really done anything to affect my life. He's just kind of a pimple on my ass. He's kind of a, you know, kind of annoying. But Jay fucking Inslee has <laughs> made, made my life a living hell for at least two years during this Forced COVID-19 move across country. bullshit. Well, yeah, I moved, yeah, I had to move across the country. Well, that and that and the Washington state... Wait, you didn't, courts are, you didn't move over yeah. here because cigarettes are still legal? Well, <laughs> no, I, I moved over here because it's still a free fucking state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was but, hoping oh I could God, just yeah. make, I was hoping I could maybe work it into where it, it turns out Rob Reiner forced you to leave your state. <laughs> no. If, we remind you. No, that would, that would, that would, that would, that would be my not soon enough exit that forced me to leave the, <laughs> well, yeah. the, the communist state of Inslee, so. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so your stance yeah, I, I, on Inslee, yeah. as well as your stance on insects, such as fuck ants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I call ant fucking. <laughs> yeah, that is ant fucking. <laughs> yeah, seriously though. Yeah, I, I know. It was, I was trying to call in on the first one. I think that that beat me though. We were, you know, and Phoenix and I were driving around on the truck oh, yeah. and got got uh, got a little bit lost on an adventure. That was. Uh, uh, that was fun, yeah. But uh, yeah, but at least I got my opportunity to weigh in on Jay fucking Inslee. My God, yeah, that that pretentious douchebag. Was he from <laughs> or, Bainbridge? Or Jay Maggot Inslee, I believe, is is the other term you like to use. Well, exactly. Well, you know why? You know why he's Maggot Inslee? Because he actually gave some Washington apples to to some people, and it turned out they had maggots inside of them. So yeah, uh, Jay Maggot Inslee. I, yeah, there, wow. so this this guy's a, yeah he's tried to give a gift to somebody that by the way lost a bunch of shit in their in a you know some sort of fire or something and he gave he basically violated Thurston County rules about you know not taking apples out of the area or something it turned out it you know it, what what happened to the motherfucker not a goddamn thing that guy's an asshole douchebag deserves to be 
you know, it, it, it was it was a political state. stunt. The, the gift was a political stunt because it was he he visited one of the places where where I, I want to say California, where they have absolutely shitty wildfire management. And then when a fire finally does go up and burns 20 years worth of brush that's been protected by law and levels a town, he walked into the town is like, oh, sorry, you lost your whole fucking house, but here's an apple. Oh, and the house had apple maggots in it. Well, to say that it has shitty fire maintenance, that assumes that it has any at all. So I just want to put that out there. (laughs) Well, well, exactly. Well, and, and, you know, and of course, you know, having moved from California myself, so I can I can I can say this. Yeah, Washington's about 20 years behind behind the, uh, you know, California, right? It's just it's yeah. So it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And I've even had friends who moved up to the area who said, yeah, we just basically uh, yeah, we just, we just watched all this stuff happen in California, and it's happening up here. It's like, oh boy, yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, I had to get the fuck out of that place. If you're going to be like way out in the Atlantic Ocean by the time you finish fleeing all the way from the East Coast or West Coast to East Coast. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, I actually drove. <laughs> Jay Inslee, all, I, he's I inventing the, the future. He is inventing the future by killing all the old people. Yeah, hopefully, he invents uh, a boat too. That's what he meant. I hear Tennessee. Yeah, well, you know, well, you know, the COVID thing now. happened on his watch, you know, because you know, this, yeah. he he fucking killed all the old people in the. You know, well, you know, the, you know, the, 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 he he wore it like a badge of fucking pride that the very first COVID case in the United States was right here in Washington State. <laughs> yeah, well, you, well, of course, because you know, it's like, yeah, we're we're starting to kill the old people soon. You know, it's like sooner as anybody else. Yeah, well, yeah. Didn't they find the first yeah. murder hornet in Washington State too? I think so. Thirty yeah, seconds. So. Isn't Bill? Isn't Bill Gates a big like have a big presence in Washington? Yeah, he lives. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the murder he's hornet yeah, he in the Seattle. He probably yeah. built those murder hornets in a freaking lab, man. Yeah, exactly. Lab, man. Him and Elon. Some freaking yeah. murder oh, hornets with freaking laser beams on their heads. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he, no, he wants to light the you know he wants to light the uh, the people on fire with this fucking with you know this push for electric cars because I saw something else was saying they're trying to get electric cars to be mandatory in 2030 and above you know and later so you know another uh, fucking bill. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> what was so cool yeah, about really uh, looking yeah, up stuff about be... Tesla for uh, Elon was uh, I. The guys that uh, actually started Tesla, in order to figure out uh, about the lithium-ion batteries and how dangerous they were and how easily they could go into, uh, you know, thermal runaway, uh, one of the owners dug a hole in his backyard and wired them up so that they would go into thermal runaway, uh, and then wrote a report on it, I suppose. But never said what he did with those burned batteries. Did he properly dispose of them? Bury them in his backyard? I mean, he claims to care so much about the environment. What you're describing is science, and it's the kind of shit that that way back in the day I would have seen in high school chemistry. And fuck, yeah, I want to be there. Like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm breathing these batteries, but shit's on fire, yo, and this is science. He followed the science into his backyard is what you're saying. Uh, the the yeah, poll, well, gentlemen, the polls the have poll closed. closed. I didn't want to interrupt, but the polls yeah, have indeed were, closed, and you, we have a winner. You guys were on a good rant about science. You just so. respect scientists science. do science. But Look, uh, Jay Inslee is only going to make it on pure hatred, and I have I to say, that with sixty-eight percent, sorry, you were one off, but sixty-eight percent of the vote goes to the limp governor, Jay Fucking Inslee. This is real science. That's right. 
And with that, Jay Jay Inslee, Inslee. as we all hoped, proceeds to the final round. Rob Reiner just couldn't do it, man. Come on. I thought Reiner was going to make it to the finals. Yeah, well, like I said, Rob Reiner is just just a fucking entertainer as far as that's concerned. Jay fucking Inslee actually does. You know, he would be if he were entertaining. (laughs) I I have a clip here of a a citizen of the state of Washington uh, asking uh, Bill Inslee, uh, or Bill. Uh, fucking Bill. Jay Hensley, a, a Bill, question. Bill, Bill, <laughs> are you ready to fuck me in the in the name of science? Ooh. The answer, yes, <laughs> always, <Yeah. laughs> always, duh. Science. Well, that would be science, that would be bitch. all of the residents, all of the Washingtonians that uh, you know that uh, that have uh, elected or didn't elect this motherfucker yeah, on their way yeah. to the polls. <laughs> Yeah, Our polls are way better than Jay Inslee's polls. I'll, I'll tell you that. Well, no, I guess in Washington it's on their way to the mailbox. We get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so do they have actual polling places in Tennessee? Because I, I see. Because uh, um, yeah, they don't have those in you know Washington State. So yeah, it's like. Fuck all these. Uh, oh, because it's all mail in? Yeah. I didn't see anybody I mean, mailing shit mail in. You can mail it in. There was lines wrapped got... around the building in the height of COVID. They were like, I don't, I don't know. You've, you've got drop yeah. boxes where you can put ballots where all the mules can show up three or, you know, eight or ten times an hour to drop mm-hmm. off more ballots. That's the future yeah, that's voting exactly, via yeah, drop box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and they realized just how much they had to cheat when, when it was, uh, what was it, Dino Rossi was running against Christine Gregoire way back in the yes. 90s or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, you uh, know, we, oh, just, oh, oh, we found four. another couple thousand votes in, you know, West Seattle or something that, you know, that to, it, to make it so that, uh, you know, the, the, yeah. the Pearson we chose won, right? It's like, yeah, yeah it was, you know it was 2004. Yeah. It was 2004 when, uh, you know, Rossi had like 1% over Christine Gregoire, the Democrat, and, uh, they they said, well, this is really really close, so we we demand a recount. So they did a recount, and they found a bunch of extra random boxes of ballots in a disused storeroom somewhere in Seattle, the Democrat huh. stronghold. And they counted all those, and suddenly it was even closer. It was like a different statewide of a hundred votes or something. And they said, well, you know, they sued to make sure, hey, we need to recount again. And then when they recounted again. They found a bunch of uncounted boxes of ballots. In Seattle, again, mysteriously, how did they, like, just somebody opened the fucking closet. And, you know, who knew uh, the Democrat won by 30-something votes after they found all these extra ballots. That's that's how it happened in 04. So my we, favorite bumper sticker We got more people voting in, uh, in our polls sometimes than, than, had, than caused that well, election that's what victory. all the bots are for. <laughs> so my yeah. favorite bumper sticker ever was when uh, I saw, you know, Dino Rossi ran again in 08, four years later, and it said re-elect Dino Rossi for governor. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, that, of course, that whole thing played out with uh, with uh, Trump and uh, Biden. So, you know, yeah, it's exactly. the same fucking playbook. You know, they figured it, well, they sure. figured it out in Washington state. And, Once they know, knew it worked, replicated here. it to the fucking, you know, federal level, you know. Yep. Okay, we should. How do you usually end these shows? Yeah, we got a caller. Anything else before we yeah, let you go? No, I, well, you know, go go listen to the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy, Lotus Effect that show, and all and all that stuff. That's Lotus that's Effect. all I got. 
Oh, so caller, we don't do ads here, okay? This is a value for value show, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> Lotus Effect. Wait, there's no agenda that doesn't do ads for other podcasts. I love you, caller. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They'll yell at you. All right, later. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> 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 oh. You're eating uh, something real bad. Here, let me read this to you. Here, let me read this to you. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, All right. so the, we are now at the final. Oh, wait, no, I want to play out Rob with a one playoff clip. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear one last Robbie. Um, okay, this is uh, CNN. I, this is a year after Trump died. Rob, Rob Reiner held this, or Trump died. A year after Trump, Trump died? <laughs> a year after Inventing Trump died. Inventing the future. <laughs> a year after Trump. Uh, Trump got elected. Uh, they do a rally like at the Capitol building of L.A. and Rob Reiner's up there yelling and CNN's covering it. We were all here a year ago for many different reasons. But one of the unifying reasons was we were scared. We were scared of who was going to enter the White House. A year has gone by and he has corroborated every one of our fears. And we cannot whitewash this anymore. We have a racist in the White House. Oh, we have something about whitewashing. <laughs> that old bromide. I, here's, my, here's my curious part about this is like, and he says, we have a racist in the White House. And then the crowd just goes absolutely wild, like, yay! <laughs> and then he goes, we, yeah, have we, a, do. we have a sexist. They, they are so happy there's a racist <laughs> yeah. in the White House. And then he's like, we have a sexist in the White House. And the crowd goes, yeah! yeah! And it's Woo! like, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> it's like, it's like, if, like uh, if, if somebody like walked up on stage and they're like, guys, I have bad news. Uh, my dog just got run over by a car. My dad just yeah! died. Yeah. And, I have, and I have ball cancer. And the crowd just goes, yeah! Well, that would be the appropriate response if you were at a country music concert. In the White House. Did you just say a country music concert? We have Maybe. a sexist in the White House. Yeah! We have what? a pathological liar in the White House. Just on the podium. It's such a crazy and thing to be applauding for. And he is tearing away at the fabric of our democracy. Yeah! And when we all came together <laughs> last time, we had the power. And it's the women. The women Unlimited have given power. us the power. And <laughs> the women continue to give us the power. With their pink pussy hat. That's what he's referring to. Incredibly fiery words there from Rob Reiner. You know well, his movies, you know, director, producer, actor there speaking out in Los Angeles uh, as part of so many recognizable faces who've come up on that stage and uh, certainly not held back. Bye-bye. Bye, Rob. We'll see you. That's all I got. I got to play this then. Uh, following that clip, this needs to happen. You are listening to the OMB Network. Orange Man Bad. Sit with that. Never ends. <laughs> the orange man lives on. The orange man bad hearts. network. Great. Uh, I forgot about that jingle. That's a classic.
<laughs> so bad. All right. Final matchup. Holy shit. Final Holy shit. round three. Ready? Go! 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 Nice for the work. final... <laughs> for the final round, the biggest douchebag of this Battle of the Douchebags Part 5, we have Adam Conover, the hair maestro, versus <laughs> Governor of Washington, Jay fucking Inslee. Whoa. Oh, boy. It's going to be quite the matchup. Choose your fighter. Allow me to choose my fighter. Uh, this guy... Uh, so, this is my one clip that I have that wasn't on Rogan. Uh, he went on... To, uh, you, you talked about him earlier, Sir Seat Sitter. Hassan? Yeah, Hassan Pecker. Hassan something or other. I've never what, seen this guy before. Wanna, wasn't he on the Battle of the Douchebags before? Yeah, he got beaten he? by Bill Nye. Uh, well, everybody uh, got beaten by Bill Nye. Except for Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of ladies definitely did, I'll tell you that. Oh! Uh, but, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Suri boot that. Um, so we had this guy, he was he was on Hassan's show. I don't know who this Hassan guy is. I just discovered this guy. This he's, guy, he's I don't know. He's Jink Junger's nephew. Uh, oh, that's God. it. And I was like, who is he, this guy related to? There's only he, one yeah. way this guy is successful. <laughs> he used to be on Young Turks as a host, and now he's got like, Tons of streamers on Twitch, like subscribers on Twitch, like 2.5 million or something. Yeah, and, he's uh, a Twitch loser. Yeah, and he uh, he co-hosts the Leftovers podcast with Ethan Klein. Wow. So we got a it's big like All these douchebags are just all who? running in the same circles. What a retarded name for a podcast. It's yeah, a really, do you podcast. heat it up or serve it cold? It's a retarded <laughs> podcast, dude. It's one of the worst. <laughs> well, as we've said before, douche begets douche. And this is what chapter no of Genesis exception. is that? Uh, <laughs> in, in chapter four twenty, uh, in, in, Inslee five thirty seven. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and the Israelites chapter four, were verse once 20. again that, in Inslee. That was in the future that he invented. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. We bless on high. Thank you. Job bless. Job bless is on high always. Uh, so anyway, uh, I don't even know really how to. They're they're just kind of bullshitting. This guy has him over at it looks like at his house. It looks like he even cleaned his fucking room. Just like just like, hey buddy, here's a headset and here's a fucking microphone. Come join me in my dirty, filthy room. And we'll we'll talk about stupid leftist shit. On OnlyFans. I'm, I'm guessing I, there's three letters that is the title of this clip, and I'm guessing I know what it stands for. Yes. The letters are and I will reveal this to the audience. J B P. And if you don't know who JBP is, you will soon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Juan Barlo Perez. Uh, no, it's uh, here. You just play it. Adam Ford, JBP. Free guy, fun, <laughs> smart, creative, and a perfect archetypical structure. Persona, shadow, it is anima, self, <laughs> in that order. Perfect. I didn't realize who this was tweeting until halfway through. <laughs> you can see the moment I realized. Yeah. Incredible. This yeah. guy is the craziest motherfucker I have ever seen. And it's incredible to me that he was uh, like posing himself as like this ultra rational like man of science when. And it's super masculine too. Yeah. When the form of psychology he does is 
basically fucking astrology. Like he and astrology is fine. I got no problem with astrology, but just like all oh, of his no, shadow self bullshit is the least. Astrology. It's literary analysis. He might as well be as like a should. poet. Um, uh, hard to believe. I mean, like it's it's fucking crazy that he. Uh, so like Carl this Jung, guy was ever going like after a, like postmodern Marxism yeah. as being a th- when this guy is fucking this guy's crazier than Freud. Like he's he's from the 19th century with this shit. He's, he's so he's just a. Yeah. Yeah. Was that so anyway, the Jung he's talking Turks? about what's that? I said the Jung Turks. <laughs> the Jung, the Jung Turks. Turks. Some of the most well sane philosophers are from the 19th century. Yeah. It's like Carl so I, Jung. Carl Jung, I guess, has nothing valid to say because his his uh, you know he doesn't believe that trans kids should take hormone blockers or something. I don't know. I don't get and it. Freud what was his point. Neither the, all these guys that are the the foundations of of psychology as we know it, they're all quacks. Which you know, <laughs> we'll be honest, they kind of are. But yeah, <laughs> the uh, the idea is they're talking about, of course, Doctor Jordan B. Peterson of uh, of Toronto. And uh, this guy is criticizing this man who is a he's been a clinical psychologist for 30 plus years and has taught at one of the the biggest uh, institutions of higher learning in Canada. Yeah, for but but come decades. on, Adam's been a YouTube star for like five years. And that's I know. And he has trans on funnierdie.com. Obviously, <laughs> the, the credentials are very evenly weighted here. So, you know, this is this is the kind of thing we have to, to struggle with here. But, oh, uh, my God. Yeah, so he, he goes on once. and he tells this man who John C. Dvorak himself has claimed is more intelligent than he is, <laughs> which I thought was funny. That was, I think, last year JCD said something like that. But About JBP? About JBP. Um, this guy is really fucking smart. I mean, he's, he, he's, the, he's, a, he's got some quacky things to say, but that's psychology for you. I mean... I hate to break it and, to you, but the human mind ain't cut and dry, you know? He's kind of harmed by the fact that his voice sounds like cold acid. Yes. He has the unfortunate problem of being Canadian. He has the Canadian voice, which is... It's <laughs> you know. like the worst problem you can have is being Canadian, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, look what it did to Shatner. <laughs> he, he doesn't... He, he, he's got his own voice. Shatner does his own thing. I like Mike Myers' uh, explanation of the Canadian voice. Is that when Canadians talk, they up do th- they go up like this until it's your turn. You know, I almost <laughs> chose Mike Myers over Shia. Mike Myers is a good one potentially. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny that these two kids sitting around in their ugly, disgusting room on their little MK4 Sennheiser uh, microphones, uh, criticizing a. 30 plus year world class clinical psychologist who's, you know, going around the world giving tours and selling out theaters and with his, you know, 80%, over 80% of what JBP says is pretty common sense shit. And uh, that's, anyway, that's that's my opinion on him. I've actually seen him. And the rest of it he just says for the purpose of triggering leftards. And I, I respect him for that. And he does that to make a point. Um, So. I don't know. Yeah, this guy's a that knowledgeable one. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Goofy. So this guy who values science so much when, when did takes this clinical psychologist calls him a quack. Uh, Good. I thought I had an ISO, but... Yeah, yeah a sad, knowledgeable, wise old Gandalf-like Kermit the Frog. 
Yeah, he's talking about Jordan Peterson. Is that Gwiff? Yeah. A sad, knowledgeable, <laughs> wise old Gandalf like Kermit the Frog. That was his <laughs> Jordan Peterson. <laughs> you know, there's no part of that that I can disagree with. <laughs> that's pretty much spot on. Yeah, that's kind of it. Well, you said yeah. that. Uh, that uh, Peterson, uh, you know, made valid points, and you can see all of those points in uh, Adam's hair. Hey, <laughs> and more! Wow, incredible! Yeah. Nice work, boy! Oh, boy! I, the the I one thing I'll say about credit. Adam is: Can you imagine if he stepped too close to an open flame? <laughs> well, not I to can't guess. Imagine only it. imagine. Not to guess his sexuality, but I would assume he kind of is an open flame. <laughs> Oh, hey, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Ring the bell. To some credit, I just want to say, to, to, to preface, that Jordan uh, B. Peterson like impression at the beginning was Hassan. And I have to say, he does a pretty good fucking That impression. was an impression? That was. The, yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was an impression until you just oh said that. Oh, my God. I thought that was really cold acid. <laughs> I got I to hear it. real Canadian. Again. I got to hear, hear that it again. again. Free guy, fun, smart, creative, and a perfect archetypical structure, persona, shadow. That's actually a really good impression. It's wow. dead on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, there's something Hassan so. is. I'm actually impressed that he's done. Yeah. I know. Got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. But he's doing it with this, the, the painted nails and all the stuff in his dirty room. And if you saw the actual video, it kind of takes away from it. But... It is an impressive uh, impression. Impressive impression. That's a what? that's a podcast name. Impressive impression. A bad one, but it is one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm fucking better than you. Okay, there you much go. better than you. You are garbage. Uh, it Adam, looks like somebody's holding Uranus. <laughs> Adam, yeah. uh, unless you have any final comments on Adam, we're moving to Jay fucking Inslee opening the polls Jay for the last matchup of the Inslee. night. Do it. Which is well, good because I'm getting then. hungry. Just yep. do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I have covered Inslee's politics pretty much start to finish. He's he's done a lot of douchey things, but all of them are pretty much right in line with the progressive climate change agenda. I don't need to go over that again. So let's talk about uh, how he is personally as a person. How is he like? Is he really nice or? Um, so I'm going to talk about uh, somebody who is known to a lot of people who follow politics in Washington state known as Tim Iman. Um, Tim has been for 20 years, uh, kind of a thorn in the side of the Democrat party. A lot of them really don't like him because he keeps passing initiatives that uh, favor things like uh, reducing taxes and uh, uh, reducing, you know, removing restrictions on guns and uh, you know, the kind of things that basically the, the, an 85% Democrat majority in Washington really don't like, but since the public in Washington who have no control through the mail-in ballots over the 85% Democrat majority, um, they do, however, have some control over passing all the, anyway. So Tim Iman is somebody the Democrat establishment hates. And uh, in fact, there was one point where uh, one of the Democrat legislators introduced a bill that passed both houses of the the legislature to label Tim Iman a horse's ass. So um, they, they do not like the political establishment doesn't like him, but every single time he puts an initiative to the people, for some reason it passes because the people aren't the same anyway. Okay. 
So let's just play number 30. That's the only really important clip I have left. And it is, uh, how does Inslee show his professionalism to his political uh, opponents? And, oh, by the way, uh, this one also happened when Tim Eyman was, in fact, uh, a candidate for governor in 2020. So it was it was actually his political opponent for governor at the time. Tim, Tim, I think it's very important for you to go talk Tim. to Rachel. Have your chair. Tim, Tim, let me just let me be clear. Tim, I have a simple I don't have answering your questions, Tim. Tim, Tim, I'm not answering your questions. Let me make a suggestion to you, Tim. You need to sit down. Just don't steal that chair, okay? Just sit down on that chair and don't steal it. It's not your opportunity. We're having a press conference here, Tim, and you can just move along. Just move along, Tim. You can just move along. You're a jackass. Move along, Tim. Move along. Have a chair. You're welcome to have a chair like any citizen. Please have a chair. We're, we're answering questions of our great press secretary. We're not allowing you to disrupt a press conference so that I can answer questions to the press. The press is a professional core. I'm answering their questions. Thank you very much. Please leave the chair when you leave. There are some who call me Tim. He's really trying to make a, like, <laughs> he, he beat that joke in, like, ten times of, like, don't steal the chair. And the last thing he says, yeah. leave the chair there when you leave. Does Tim have a uh, history of stealing there, there furniture? Is, yes, there was. Uh, uh, although I don't believe he was ever prosecuted, he was charged at one point, like, ten years ago, with stealing an office chair from uh, Office Depot. And uh, <laughs> obviously, they would not let him live that down. So that's been, you know, the go-to joke. Gotcha. Hmm. That's, yeah. so, <laughs> I was um, wondering that, what the context is, of that was. Must have been a nice chair. I, I, I have no idea. It's Office Depot, so I don't think it was a nice chair. I, I don't know what the context was. <laughs> I thought it was, was something better, like, you know, he stole a seat in the legislature or something. As in, oh, that like, would have been nice. No. No, no that would have been uh, too ambitious. Far as the Democrats in in the state legislature are concerned, he's been nothing but a gadfly to be ridiculed for twenty years, and uh, so yeah, uh, he ran for governor, and this is how uh, Jay fucking Inslee treats his his opponents for the political office. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. No, that's that might as well be a Jay Inslee ISO. <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like him. Yeah, <laughs> in old Anna Karenia, Karaspova, Karanovia, Anna Armenian, sexy. Uh, all right, Can we put Tim, it through. Tim, Tim, Tim. Are we no, ready for the Tim. last round of the night? Hit me with it. Ready? Go. Five, four, three, two. One. All right. All right. Polls drop, baby. And the phone lines are open. 865-465-6271. Go to, go to Lavish's page. Pulse or seat stealer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh my goodness, we're uh, off to the races, uh, boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm liking that it's a nice touch what you're adding to the polls here. Yes. 
I do That's like awesome. to touch my poles. I like the way you're touching okay. those poles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice lavish work. for pollster forever. Fire blueberry. Touch my poles anytime. You can touch. No one touches the poles, poles but me, baby. I was going to tweet this too. Maybe I should. Nobody makes me touch my own pole. Nobody makes me bleed my own pole. I got to count. Hold on. Do we have? Do we have a caller? Nothing. Caller? It's the last call of the night. If anybody wants to get in on this. 865-465-6271. Give us a call. Finish this ah, puppy ha, out. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and if you call that yeah, number, really you too okay. you're can touch genius. Fletcher's pulse. <laughs> Poles. <laughs> <laughs> that would work. Ha ha ha. I haven't seen the Bonobo movie. <laughs> No. So one company would chop the other <laughs> these competitors' polls down. The president's been tweeting about it. It's got to be real. Clean coal, all caps. Did you say he used all caps? I'm your friend. Girlfriends. And... You can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see these tall metal poles that go way up in the air. They're very thin. No, we're not fucking. Can you Pokemon me? Pokemon? Is he talking about CSB again? Class. <laughs> poles? How do you get to fix that? You have a love? CSB is <laughs> They used to chop each other's poles down. CSB is a tall metal pole. You know what can help that? Is he tall? Mushrooms. I don't know. I have no idea. I also don't know if he's very... It's not illegal to finger a police officer. (laughs) (laughs) What's with these labels? (laughs) Good enough. You had... You got a president who doesn't care about you. Oh, man. This one's tight. Everybody got to go vote. We got 20 people in here, and it's tight. I am reminded uh, of the 1860s, 1850s, oh, and 60s. <laughs> yeah. go to the polls. He's reminded of the 1860s. Um, I'm listening. Oh, uh, yeah, there. back in my day. <laughs> yeah. You're a weird person, right? I agree. Oh, caller? Yeah. Caller, you're on the air. No, nah, really. Hi, guys. How you doing? Oh, shit. Lisa. <laughs> I mean, caller. Hello, caller. Caught. Uh, yeah, so I, I might have to go God Emperor, before this Jake. caller figures oh, out who I am. I don't know who created oh. Pokemon Go. <laughs> you can hang up if you want, Ryan. He's not. You he don't have. He's not in control of the phone system. So he's, get the fuck out of here, Ryan. Go. Fucking America. <laughs> caller, what do you um? What are you what are you thinking here? Uh Jay Inslee is your vote over over even hairdo man, Adam Conover? Oh yes. My biggest reason. Actually I have two. I met Jay Inslee back in two thousand seven. He oh, came God. to my work to give a talk. Don't ask why, I have no idea. And he said that he had all these plans and blah blah blah. He didn't follow through on any of them. None whatsoever. I kept track of that. So that's douche one, in my opinion. Number two, in going with Tim Iman, Tim Iman was great. He proposed a $30 car tab tax instead of the $100 plus that we were paying over the last, what, 17 years on the car? $30. But they didn't like it because it would take money away from the government. 
Well, I think, think Caller, you've you've I'm solidified glad. who this guy who's going to win today. I think it's it's obviously a shoe, and we got callers coming in. We got letters coming in. Sheila LaBeouf. Sheila LaBeouf. He's the okay. Nineteen seconds. Just do it. He didn't follow Already, Proto, in that case, bye. Thank you, caller. Bye, bye, caller. Bye, caller. Bye, bye, bye. Lisa. All right, phone lines are closed for the nights. Oh my God, boys! That closes it out. You might be able to get out of here in under four hours at this rate. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Twenty-three people have voted. You Five, heard the people's four, vote. Three, two, one. I got it coming in with sixty-one. Sixty-one percent of the vote. Challenger. Oops, oh, I'm sorry. I meant to hit the champion. The champion is Sir Seat Stealer himself, Jay Fucking Inslee, wins. Wow. Incredible. Jay Congratulations. Inslee. Oh, wow. This well, is you are a dumb son of a bitch. Okay. Douchebag. Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh. Yeah, you know what the pri- this was. I think we should to make this fair. What we should have done is nobody that uh, lives in in um, the state of Washington should have been allowed to vote in these polls, and and nobody that has ever worked on a movie set with Ron, Rob Reiner could have voted for Rob Reiner, and so on. That way, it would have been fair. What I've learned from all of this <laughs> is that there are a lot of people who live in Washington yeah. around here, <laughs> yeah. or uh-huh. did at one point. Yeah, uh, but no, I think he's, no he's got to be top five worst governors, right? Like he's up there with Whitmer and and Newsom. Um, mm-hmm. Like Bill Lee here in Tennessee sucks ass, but he's not that bad. Like he, I was mad when he locked us down for two I mean, weeks. And I mean, I I listed six governors who, uh, judging by number of old people killed during COVID, are the worst. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, that Italian guy. Uh, what's his name from New York? I forget him now. He's gone. Guomo. Oh, uh, his his brother's still there. Nesworks. Ah, uh, Nesworks just posted some uh, great art for Battle of the Douchebags. Oh boy, mm. got, I love America. Uh, and it's since it's uh you know for the people that don't uh, listen live, it'll be there won't be too much of a spoiler there. So you got uh, Adam James Roberts. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Nice. It's good. Adam's looking. Fucking Adam's hair takes up half of the half of the art. <laughs> Adam, I think at like looking at everybody in there, I think Adam is easily the most, uh, for lack of a better term, punchable face. Like Adam is just douchey looking, the most douchey looking by far. I think yeah. it's his yeah. paisley button up. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> final was that was a tough that was a tough matchup. Uh, what that what would you say the final score was on that? The final score. 30. Was sixty eight percent? No, I'm sorry, that's the Rob Reiner one. Hold on. Uh, the final score was sixty one percent for Jay Inslee versus thirty nine percent for Adam. So it was uh, it wasn't too much of a blowout. It was it was somewhat close. With uh, I mean, it was it was uh, nine to fourteen, I think. Well, you're the math. Well, guy. you're the math man. So yeah. yes, well, that's why. That's why. <laughs> By the I did way, that. Uh, so we. Inslee won. I think you have a clip of Inslee called math. Do you want to play that? Speaking to the math guy, and we'll get out of here. Uh, it's actually less interesting than the Tim 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 one, but you can play it if you want. 
I mean, it just says math. So you're the math it, guy. It, it was it, this one happened during the uh, the the COVID scamdemic, um, where he was setting restrictions on the state based on uh, there were 162 presumed people infected according to positive tests, and his math was experts tell me that could double every single day, so we have to lock the whole state down. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, and by the well, yeah, I'll play it at all. Summarize what our state has been able to find. We have 162 uh, presumed people whose test results have shown presumed. that they have the virus in Washington State. But unfortunately, since we haven't tested seven million Washingtonians, we know that there are many, many other people today in Washington State who have the virus who have not been diagnosed and have may have no idea, may have no symptoms at this. And there is a, a range of n that number, but the number I use is about 1,000, and it could be a lot more than that. Here's the problem uh, and, and our mission. We, we need to look forward ahead of the curve in Washington State. If we're going to stop this epidemic or seriously slow it down, we need to look at what's coming in Washington State, not just as what is here today. Now, if we assume that there's 1,000 a, a or more people who have the virus today, what the experts are telling us is that the, in an epidemic like this, looking at the characteristics of this virus, the number of people who are infected uh, will double uh, anywhere from five to eight days. So the number of people who are infected in an epidemic like this will double in the state of Washington unless we take some, some real action here. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, because it the was... states that didn't lock down, like, the, all, like yeah. the whole state within a... a a week or two would have been infected. Well, that, that was his rationale because otherwise we were going to go within eight days, we were going to go from 162 positive tests to everybody in the state dead. Yeah. yeah the entire state of Texas is dead except for me. And Only how do you know Fletcher you're not remains? <laughs> it's like the, the twilight zone episode. Did you break your glasses after you got all the books? <laughs> all the books I can read. <laughs> Oh no! My glass. We all knew East Texas was going to make it. West Texas, no deal. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> oh, have, have Oklahoma seen... sucked all the COVID out of here. Are, are you sure you're not dead? <laughs> have you seen uh, Bruce Willis as a ghost lately? <clears throat> no, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. And I did say fifty percent. Oh God, get out of here! Well, sorry to cut you off there. Ooh, sex. No, that's how you end the show. But that is how you end these shows. Thank you. <laughs> how do we usually end these? Thank you, everyone, for turning it into another thrilling edition of the Abs in a Six Pack Battle of Douchebags. Thank you to Sir Bimrose. All the shows uh, he's affiliated with will be linked in the show notes. Go to Angry Tech News. Listen to some Angry Tech News about things going on. You might not hear as many Inslee rants there as you did here, but you might hear. Yeah, you might. Mike, you never know. No, no, I reserve those for Grumpy Old Ben. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, which, which is totally not coming back, just in case anybody was planning on starting any rumors. No, well, that sounded sincere. Yeah. Um, then, of course, tomorrow night, Monday night, 10.30 Eastern, Behind the Schemes with Lavish. Yeah, that's me. I'm yeah. Lavish, and I'm going to be doing my show with Booberry, uh, Black Knight of the Mothman. Aren't you doing but, a show with, with that guy who called in earlier? Uh, maybe. 
But I'm only going to do it after a, another show, which is also incredible. One of my favorites. And it's hosted by Sir Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney. It's called Hog Story. And you can see that at 7 o'clock Central. In the Ooh, smoker. Right way to end a podcast. Yeah. In the smoker. Scientists Whether you want do to or science. not. I was going to tweet this too, maybe I should. What prompted you to, to tweet that? Rittenhouse shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. I'm trying to be nice to you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> trying to be fucking nice. <laughs> fucking nice. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream cone. I have ice cream, I have cookies, I have candy, five-year-old. I got a cone. You are garbage. Yeah, I'm fucking better than you, okay? Much better than you. you Shout out to our troll room, too. Oh, and thank you Thanks to everybody that called in. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Thank you to Voters. everybody that called in. Thank you to everybody that voted. Thank you to everybody that didn't, that just listened, you know? We went late tonight, but it was it was worth it. It was worth the journey. It's all about how you cradle the shaft. It's all about how you drop the pole. <laughs> I don't know who created Pokemon Go. You gotta vote hard and vote often. But I try to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. Oh, good night, gentlemen. Thank you again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Mean it. It's going Job down, brothers. ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. We got a bunch of clubs coming up. That was bunch a lot of time out. <laughs> that was a good one. Bye. You guys wrote some fucking bangers. <laughs> okay, I got a race like a piss horse, so I'm gonna bail out here. You enjoy your clips. Go you. Bemrose, Bemrose. I always do. These tobacco company people will do anything to get you hooked on smoking. They are liars and they are frauds. Can I help you? Yes. My name is Rita Poon. I called about my boys wanting a tour. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Mrs. Poon. My name's Kevin Harris and I'm the vice president of Big Tobacco. Oh, hello, Mr. Harris. <laughs> How about a little history first? Native Americans were the first to cultivate the tobacco plant. They smoked it in pipes for medicinal and ceremonial purposes. Not if I were around, they wouldn't have. Excuse me? No, nothing. Please continue. The first successful commercial crop of tobacco was cultivated in Virginia in 1612. Within seven years, it was one of the country's largest exports. So, tobacco helped to build America. That's right. Over the next few centuries, the tobacco business was so great that many slaves were brought from Africa to help work the fields. Which means if it weren't for tobacco, many of our black friends wouldn't be here today. And so for centuries, tobacco production flourished. Nobody was even aware of any dangers back then, until in 1965, when Congress passed an act forcing all tobacco companies to put the Surgeon General's warning on their packages. So now, everyone knows the dangers of smoking. And some people still choose to do it, and we believe that's what being an American is all about. That sounds perfectly reasonable. And here's our factory at work. With a highly lighty lighty and a highly lighty leg, we work and we make cigarettes all highly lighty day. So folks can get a breaky from the stressful lighty lives and relaxy with the cigarettes we make all day and night.
to have a cigarette every now and then It makes me feel calmer when the day is at an end And if it gives me cancer when I'm 80 I don't care who the hell wants to be 90 anyway So with a heidi lighty lighty and a heidi lighty leg We work and we make cigarettes all heidi lighty day So folks can get a breaky from the stressful lighty lives And relaxy with the cigarettes we make all day and night Well, I guess that's the end of our tour Oh, here boys, let me get your picture Got it! Ha! You bastards are going down now! What? I'm not Rita Poon. I'm Rob Reiner. And you've just been Reinered. Come on, boys, let's make our escape! Don't you try and stop us! Oh! Oh my god! This is Mr. Valkyrie. He does all our Photoshop work. Now all we have to do is Photoshop cigarettes into your hands. And bingo! When this hits the papers, the tobacco company is screwed! <laughs> but, dude, you're making stuff up. You kids need to understand something, okay? Sometimes lying is okay. Like, when you know what's good for people more than they do. Oh my god, that is exactly what I've always said. I love this guy. Okay, Eric, this is gonna be real simple. All you gotta do is just read the words on the teleprompter here. <laughs> okay. Let's see how the tobacco companies deal with this. <laughs> All right, roll camera. Roll the teleprompter. And whenever you're ready, Eric. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, some people say there's no proof that secondhand smoke kills. The tobacco companies say there's no proof that secondhand smoke kills. I've just been diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. I guess I'm the proof. The next time you want to believe that secondhand smoke doesn't kill, think about me. Because by the time you see this commercial, I'll be dead. Dead? Dead cut! Great! We got it! Wrap out, people! That was fantastic! Uh, what What does that mean, I'll be dead? Hey, uh, what, what was that dead part? That was very good, Eric. Here, eat this cupcake. Uh, no thanks, I'm not hungry. But you are. Just eat this one cupcake. It has sprinkles. I'm not eating the cupcake. Eh? Do you know what a hero is? A hero is somebody who sacrifices himself for the good of others. You can be a hero, Eric. All you have to do is eat the cupcake. Jesus Christ! company won't give us the kid. And you know why? Because they know that if they give us that kid, then we'll kill him. And when our commercial goes on the air, we'll lose their business. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, when we kill the kid, people are going to think it's because of secondhand smoke. And then these bastards are going to make money. And they know it. Do I have to explain this again? Smoking is bad, people. So if we have to be a little extreme to stop it, it's okay. No, it isn't, you fat turd. You just hate smoking, so you use all your money and power to force others to think like you. And that's called fascism, you tubby asshole. God damn it, don't be no more smoking! It wasn't the tobacco company's fault that we smoked. It was our fault, us. We should all take personal responsibility instead of letting fat fascists like him tell us what to do. You're right, boys, okay? Yeah, let smokers smoke. Yeah! 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 Hey, Mr. 
Mr. Reiner, why don't you butt out? <laughs> I'm warning you, don't mess with anti-smoking groups. I don't idolize you anymore, asshole. <laughs> My goo! My precious goo! I'm Rob Reiner, and America, we've got a problem. We've been attacked by a foreign enemy power, and our president refuses to defend us. Donald Trump is meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin one-on-one -on -one in a closed-door meeting with no aides present and no record of what will be said. Putin's government attacked our democracy by interfering in the 2016 election to help Donald Trump become president. That is not in dispute. It has been verified by all U.S. intelligence agencies, the Republican-led Senate Intelligence Committee, and the U.S. Justice Department. Trump and his campaign's conspiracy with Russia is the subject of a federal investigation. And yet Donald Trump refuses to meet with Robert Mueller, the prosecutor leading that investigation. Trump said he'd meet with anyone. He told us. I'll speak to anybody. But now he's backing out. If he has nothing to hide, why won't he sit down and answer Mueller's questions? What's he afraid of? Is it that Mueller has already produced 35 indictments and five guilty pleas? Is it that his campaign chairman sits in a jail facing conspiracy charges? Or is it because he obstructed justice when he fired former FBI director James Comey in order to stop the investigation? Or is he guilty of conspiracy with a foreign enemy power? We deserve to know. In light of his meeting with Putin, it's more imperative than ever that we get that truth. Join me in demanding that Trump meet with Mueller and answer his questions. Go to moveon.org slash meetmuller to sign the petition. I just realized that I would kick myself if I didn't just ask you uh, before I let you go, if you noticed the fly on Vice President Pence's head at the time during the, <laughs> oh, the debate, or if that was something that only go, go, we could see it at home. Could you see it sitting next to him? <laughs> did did you have feelings about like? Did you have the instinct to? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rachel. <laughs> I just, you know, I think that it's important that we kind of um, find a way, all of us, to move on <laughs> and, you know, kind of fly away from this subject onto something else. <laughs> yeah. Senator Harris, you are very kind. And let's just spare a thought right now for the people who have to write closed captions for this portion of the interview uh, and for those who have to transcribe it, because they're going to have no idea how to convey what we just communicated. Uh, the consequences of former President Trump's claims that he won't respect election results, um, the consequences of that continue to be felt all around the country, just all over the place. The latest, weirdest consequence of that is happening right now in the great state of New Mexico, where in one county, the three Republican county commissioners are refusing to certify the election results in their county from this month's primaries. The commissioners haven't raised any actual concerns about anything going wrong in those elections. They just don't want to certify the election results because they don't feel good about it. New Mexico's Secretary of State stepped in and brought a lawsuit to the state Supreme Court yesterday. Today, the state Supreme Court 
ordered those county commissioners that they need to certify the election results by Friday. One of the commissioners has already suggested that she'll laugh off any such order from a court saying, what, you're going to put me in prison? The question is, what does happen if they continue to refuse to obey the state Supreme Court? And what happens to the votes of all those people who voted in New Mexico? I I love being a social justice warrior. I'd rather be a social justice warrior than a piece of fucking shit. Okay, how about that? And you can call me a social justice warrior. You can call me whatever the fuck you want. At this point, I don't give a shit, okay? The coronavirus has been an absolute devastating uh, factor in people's lives, uh, not only because of how many people have contracted the virus, uh, but because of the number of people who continue to die in the state as a result of the virus. Now, uh, Newsom has strangely decided that he is going to lift stay-at-home orders, allowing businesses to resume under limited capacities as the pandemic continues to tear across the state and the country. I don't think that we should have indoor entertainment as the pandemic continues to spread across the state. We now have a new variant that's highly contagious, which of course originated in California. So things are bad. These businesses should not reopen. People don't need to get tattoos and piercings during this pandemic. I'm just keeping it real. I don't want these people to lose their businesses. I'm keeping it real about that as well. It's important. Um, But this measure of like, okay, maybe we'll just like open open the businesses again at 25% capacity because people are threatening to recall me. It's a problem. I I think this is a really bad move. Uh, The measure comes despite ICU capacities being dangerously low. As I'm making the U-turn, a motorcycle cop turns the street and he sees me do it. He pulls me over immediately, right? I've dealt with many cops because of many traffic citations, so I'm ready for it. This cop was by far the meanest cop I've ever dealt with, but it went beyond just being mean. The first thing he did was he got to the window. He's supposed to say, you know why I pulled you over, right? Mm -hmm. First thing he says was, why are you laughing? What's so funny? Basically, no one's laughing, right? And then he's like, you know, I can give you four tickets right now, right? How, you know, I'm going to give you four tickets. And, I, and then I started freaking out because I'm like, if there's four tickets, then I'm going to get some of these on my record for sure, right? Mm-hmm. And he was right. So the U-turn is two tickets right there. Then uh, because of that U-turn, he says that I did a failure to yield. So that's another ticket. My windows are tinted. Whatever, man. I'm going to tint my fucking windows. I don't give a shit. He, like, walks back to his motorcycle to get his little citation book to write me the citation. And then all of a sudden, I hear him say something, but I couldn't hear him. It sounded, like, muffled or something because there's, like, traffic. and So I ignore it, right? Then he says something again, and I didn't hear him again. So I poked my head out the window, and I said, sorry, officer, I couldn't hear you. Can you please repeat that? And he's like, I need you to step out of the vehicle. Damn. Man, this story got yeah intense so then as soon as he said that i just i started crying right because i don't want to get out of my vehicle i don't this cop was very intimidating right and Uh and he didn't care if i was apologetic if i was remorseful he just wanted to fucking intimidate me right Mm -hmm. so at this point i'm like is he first of all does he have the right to pull me out of the car i haven't done anything wrong other than the Mm u-turn is he going to search the car i have nothing in there i mean i'm a little worried maybe there's weed or something but there wasn't right? right so i step out And I kid you not, for 10 minutes straight, he starts asking me questions that I think are inappropriate, okay? So he asked me things like, um, when was the last time you deserved a ticket? What the hell does that mean? How often do you talk on the phone when you're driving? Are you a reckless driver? Like, just asking me a bunch of questions, and I just answered him honestly. Where were you going? Why did you make that U-turn? 
And then I said, look, I was late to work. I lied here. And then, and then I was like, I, I worked down the street I, and he's like, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a reporter. And then he was like, oh, there's a newspaper company down the street, like basically thinking I'm lying. Uh-huh. I was like, no, it's a broadcast news show. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's called The Young Turks. And then, and then I freaked out a little bit because I'm like, we talk a lot of shit about cops, so right. I don't know what's, what's about to happen, right? And then he's like, what kind of reporting do you do? And I was like, headline news and politics. Uh-huh. And, then, and then he asked me something that I thought was really interesting. He's like, oh, are you famous? And then I said, a little bit. And then he closed his citation book. And then he asked me, are you disappointed that I'm letting you off with a warning? Right? And then I didn't know what to say because am I supposed to say, yes, I'm disappointed because I deserve this ticket? Or do I say, no, I'm fucking ecstatic because I don't want this ticket? So all I did was just stand there, like looking remorseful and pathetic, right? Mm-hmm. And then he repeated his question. And I was like, well, if I'm honest with you, I'm not disappointed that you're letting me off with a warning, but I know that I deserve that ticket. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember what he said after that, but it basically ended with him telling me, I hope you have a better day. Wow, that was really, really weird. And I did not expect a, any of that. He did not... Look, he didn't sexually assault me in any way, but there was something very creepy about him. That's what I was going to say. Like, and using then, his power against, like, basically a weak-looking girl. But I got this before you said it. Here I got was this, another thing. I like, got the sense that it was sexual before you even said it. He also said one right? other thing. Yeah, I'm, okay, Jesus agrees. Me recounting what happened is one thing, but being there in the moment and kind of feeling violated is another thing. And it yeah. sounds ridiculous yeah. com- compared to all no, the other... No, it doesn't. I, I got that sense when you were telling the story. Yeah. Anna is actually recounting the story um, in a tone that's more generous towards a cop. It's actually worse because she was, she told me the story right after right after it had happened when it was very fresh. He loved the fact that no matter what he said to her, she was obedient and, and subservient. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, God. Yes, I totally deserve that taking right right. And that but question... But he might have loved it more if she was the opposite. If she fought him, he might have loved it even more. Who right. knows? Who knows, right? But those questions are so weird. Like, when was the last time you got a ticket? When was, last when time was you, the last huh? time you deserved a ticket? Deserved but, a yeah, ticket. That, that was that's the one, the one that, yeah. right? That's, that's when the story took the turn. Yeah. When you said deserved a ticket, I was like, whoa, that's like S&M when, kind when of When talk. was the last time you were yeah. a bad girl? Yeah. Right, Because Because right. he, he asked her, when was the last time you deserved a ticket but didn't get one? Yeah. Right. That's, that's his word. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, super yeah, creepy. Yeah. That guy, man, that guy's trouble. Okay, I feel like this kind of stuff happens to me so often that it almost seems like I'm making it up, right? Mm -hmm. You're a cunt. Abs in a six-pack. A-B-S-N-A. Six, the number. P-A-C-K. Com. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast, and uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague.
I don't know who created Pokemon Go. But I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls.